And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Axtell for Friday night number two of the 2019 high school football season as we bring you a Fort Kearney Conference matchup tonight, a game that we've seen quite a bit over the last handful of years, the Axtell Wildcats against the Pleasanton Bulldogs with our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, Doug Duda with you here at Axtell, the home of the Wildcats, who may not be overly deep in numbers like some teams they've had in the past, but as you'll hear from Dean Marsh, if they can stay healthy, that first crew is good enough to win a lot of football games. Last year, going 5-3 and three, inexplicably left out of the state football playoffs. Some loophole in, in the way that you figure the points. You just figured that could never possibly happen. They lost to three teams that were outstanding last year going into the playoffs. And they have to play them again this year in Kennesaw, Lawrence Nelson. And then Giltner was the other. Uh, maybe Giltner won't be as good this year, but Kennesaw and Lawrence Nelson are ranked in the top five in the state. And, of course, Lawrence Nelson, huge game tonight, their opener against a Fall City Sacred Heart. And also tonight uh, for Lawrence Nelson, they've got Fall City Sacred Heart. And for Kennesaw, they're taking on Overton, and that's on our sister station, the Breeze 94.5. Our other games going on tonight, we have Hastings and Scotts Bluff, a Class B top five matchup on 1230 AM KHAS pregame already going. Kearney Catholic is at defending state champion Aurora. The pregame underway, kickoff set for 7 o'clock on ESPN 1460, and Hastings St. Cecilia is hosting Freeman on ESPN 1550. We'll also have updates on the Kearney-Lincoln North Star game, and uh, Adam Central tonight is playing at Milford. Grand Island is hosting Lincoln High. Northwest is taking on McCook, and St. Cecilia is taking on Superior. Already today in the area, Red Cloud, a winner over Lewiston in six-man football. We have more afternoon games coming up. As the season progresses, not that many in the first couple of days. Uh, yesterday, Wilcox Hildreth beat Deschler, and Eustace Farnham was a winner over South Platte. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Doug Duda, glad to have you along with us as we have a Pleasanton team that uh, just didn't have everybody last year when they played over at home. They kept it close, but just too many turnovers, and Axtell then eventually pulled away for a pretty easy win in the uh, second half, 63-28. to uh, 28. Uh, Don't expect anything like that here tonight. In fact, if there was going to be uh, a lopsided, you would think that maybe it would be on Pleasanton's side. They have almost everybody back, and they're a big football team, and they're a tall football team. Axtell, this is probably the smallest football team they've had in, you figure, the year. I don't even want to venture a guess, but they're quick. The one thing that we'll talk about with the coaches is the matchup in the secondary. Pleasanton is back to throwing the football. They have the big boys at 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", and there's only one player on Axtell's football team that can go up and match them with that kind of height. And so they will be looking for mismatches tonight with an opportunity to maybe just throw some jump balls up there. Tyler Danberg probably going to be very busy tonight, not only as the quarterback, but wherever there's going to be some deep passes, I would think you would want to stay away from him and then you're going to have to see that speed and athleticism get the job done. Quarterback Jackson Keyshaw, he'll be big in the game tonight. He threw it 33 times last week, and he was also the leading rusher. They want to put it in his hands and let him control the game. Don't forget, all of our action live on the radio is also on the Internet, our PlatteRiverPreps.com. Streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. Com. We'll talk with both of the coaches, Dean Marsh of Axtell, and up first, it'll be Ricky Westland of Pleasanton. We're getting ready for Friday night number two of high school football. Both teams 1-0, and oh, Pleasanton in a big rivalry game, which is always physical with Ansley Litchfield, but coach said they got through it. 
They may have been a little sore Sunday and Monday, but they got through it completely healthy. Axtell, a little bit tighter football game last week against Loomis, and they won that 28-20, to and they also come in healthy. As we said, they've got to stay that way because they just don't have any backups on this football team of 18 players. We'll take a break here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. When we return, we'll hear from the head football coach at Pleasanton, Ricky Westland, right after this. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Week two of the high school football season on Power 99. We slide down into the eight-man ranks, but a good old rivalry between Pleasanton and Axtell, and we are joined by Pleasanton head football coach Ricky Westland here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. And just like Axtell, came out of week one with a win and did it on the road. It's kind of unusual in this day and age for any team to start the season with two at home or two on the road, but that's what Pleasanton will do. It's still a four and four this year, and coach Mm -hmm. put some points on the board. Plus, it was a rivalry game. Uh, How pleased with the outcome were you and the way your team played they're all very pleased i mean you the preparation for week one is so much harder than any other week of the year uh year you don't know what the other team is going to do if they put some off-season changes in um you don't know how their kids have hit the weight room over the summer and you just got to keep your fingers crossed and hope that you've covered every single aspect of the game and in preparation for it so i'm glad to have that one underneath our belts i'm really glad to walk away with the win our boys really deserved it with all their hard work is practice different when you're playing a rival as to when you now just kind of get settled into the season? Most teams don't necessarily get to have that rival in week one. Yeah, I, I think it is. And, you know, it's it's kind of funny because you're really not talking about a jersey number. You're talking about a name. It could be a cousin. It could be a neighbor that you're talking about, especially when you uh, only take a 15-minute trip to play that game. Um, you know, the numbers and jerseys and all that stuff are out the window. You're just talking about the person. So, you know, it, it's brings a little more heart and enthusiasm into preparation for that one and the boys demonstrated that when they came out on defense last week they were very excited to hit i don't know if uh, the boys have been snapchatting each other over the summer or what but they're ready to go <laughs> ricky Wesson, the head football coach i was gonna say they probably knew what each other was doing by the time they got there more than the coaches did but ricky Wesson's yeah, joining us did, here yeah. from uh, pleasanton most everybody's back that had experience or uh starting experience for you last year you do have a couple of pieces to replace what was the concern of the offseason uh finding something that would fit the kids coming back um we had some talented kids go through here last couple of years you know you had uh tyler plosky we really missed him last year uh you had riley rosiski last year you know graduation but he went on for a, a tremendous uh track season down there in omaha finished that at burke with a a really fine note um, you know, so replacing those guys, you got some strong kids, fast kids. You know, we were trying to think what to do, and we kind of went back to our air raid that we did back in 2011. Just really fit the the uh, personnel that we have now, and the kids really bought into it. 
they started coming in early in the summer, working on it on their own. Uh, we tried to get to some, you know, passing camps and things like that, just to, just to kind of develop some confidence and understanding how the offense works. And, you know, week one worked good. We'll see what happens this week too. Well, let's talk about Jackson Keyshaw, your quarterback. I mean, he put the ball in the air 33 times last week, threw for 249 yards. But he's a big kid that if he decides to rumble with it, it's kind of hard to bring down one-on-one. Yeah, I'd say you can't, uh, you know, in this uh, two-dimension quarterbacks, if you got a quarterback with an arm like that and he's your middle linebacker, you know, he's like a tank roaming down the middle of the field. And we try to tell him to shy away from contact, but uh, – he likes to seek out the shoulder blows and the stiff arms on kids as he did the first play of the second half against Ainsley Litchfield. He made it all the way down to the one. Um, yeah, maybe if he's a true Sherman tank, he would have made it across the goal line. <laughs> Ricky Westland with us here on the Hogan Meyer Hybrids pregame show. So as uh, much offense or as many points as this team may score, what do you think about your defense and, and how many snaps that they're going to be able to withstand out there? Oh, they did a, a great job last week. I just... I mean, just from the D-line all the way through backers to the safeties and defensive backfield, uh, they know when they step up there on, to, uh, you know, on the line of scrimmage, they look to each other side by side. They look at the guys behind them, and it's just it's like machine working. When the D-line is doing their job up front, the backers can flow, um, and when the D-line does its work, you know, they can put pressure on the quarterback in passing situations, and the DBs kind of they had great coverage last week too. So hopefully we can continue that on this year. Well, a monster week in week one from Tice Westland. Obviously, your son, uh, you get to see a little bit, and it's always interesting when you've got uh, the parent coaching the kid, but he had an outstanding game one for you, and uh, he's got a frame on him. Yes, he does. He's uh, he's really grown up. Uh, the tough part is I'm the guy that has to pay for the, uh, the grocery bill for that kid. <laughs> it's legal that way. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what makes him What makes him uh, better here and someone that's going to be feared and probably an all-district type player? Um, I just, just his relationship with his teammates. Um, he knows that uh, Jackson will throw the ball, and you know Jackson knows that Tice will go up and get it. Just how they work together. Then um, Tice was popping. Trevin went open on some screens last week too. So he, they just have that trust among all of them. And I think he just really appreciates his teammates willing to do anything for him, just as his teammates would do for him. And I think that's kind of the the feel we get this year. But it's just you know it's it's fun to I got told uh, somebody this week. When you're seeing this kid out here on the field doing this stuff, it's just it's a proud dad moment, but you're focused on the, the what the team's doing, and you kind of keep that focus going. But, yeah, I was really pleased with his efforts Friday Wait, night. You mentioned Trevin Went. Uh, most of your team is upperclassmen. Dude, here's a freshman that had nine catches last week. Uh, when you're a freshman and you have that kind of a game on opening night, you probably got to rein him back just a little bit. But uh, what about this young man? Well, I mean, he likes the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he's fast like Tariq Hill. We stuck a 10 number 10 jersey on him. We stuck a Tyreek helmet and face mask on him. So he has a lot to live up to. He's, he's coming in as a freshman, but he's our little Tyreek Hill. What about uh, this game tonight with Axtell? Uh, they may not be as deep as you, but uh, if they can keep their first eight, nine, ten guys out there, they're pretty tough because they've got some upperclassmen that have played a lot of football. Yeah, well, we were thinking we had some pretty good speed coming into this uh, season, but now we're going against state champ uh, about every other year for Axtell there for state champs and track, so you never know what you're going to get. Uh, I know they have some great athletes down there. Danberg's a great athlete. Klingsporn, um, Skaggs, there's just a ton of them out there. You got, and then Rungi's a name that's been in Axtell for years, and you just got to respect the athletic ability, their athletic knowledge in that family. You know, we've seen what his older brothers have done over the years, so 
they have the the parts to do it. So we cannot go in thinking, hey, this is going to be a cakewalk by any means. Um, we actually, I think, we're the underdog because we know that uh, Coach Marsh down there, he can put some things together and he can get after your weaknesses if he finds them. And finally, Ricky, what was the one thing that you had to immediately work on? You did a lot of good things in week one, but obviously every coach finds something you want to do better. What was that one specific thing you addressed in practice this week? Oh, it it was nice because it wasn't necessarily big things. It was just a lot of little things, and that's how you, every coach addresses his teams. It's little things that add up to big things, and there was a few plays where you know we maybe took a wrong angle at a quarterback or uh, didn't have the correct technique J-routing in to contain him, and they were able to scramble out and get some yards on us. So I think if we, you know, some of the D-line things, maybe containment issues there, um, linebackers, a little bit more, a better flow breaking down, and DBs just not ever letting anybody behind you when you're sitting back in the zone. Uh, just fundamental defensive things. On the offensive side of things, um, just knowing who you block, footwork, all that stuff. I mean, we can pick apart the game film. You know, you can just do that as a coach. It just you can find a hundred little things to work on throughout the week. There's just not enough time to do it. But most of those little things we've fixed this week, and we want to see how we look in week two. All right, Ricky, appreciate the time, and uh, best of luck tonight. We'll chat again soon. All right, well, thank you, Doug. That's Ricky Westland, head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. We'll be back and talk with Dean Marsh of Axtell as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues on Power 99. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Back on Power 99, our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show down at Axtell for a Fort Kearney Conference rivalry matchup between Axtell and Pleasanton and the head Wildcat, Dean Marsh, joining us to talk about his team. Uh, both teams got off to victorious starts, and uh, everybody has to be a little bit pleased with that. But then you go back, you look at the film, you get to practice again. And, Dean, tell me a little bit about how you thought things went opening night against Loomis. Well, I think the first half we were shooting ourselves in the leg and making a lot of mistakes, not securing the ball and not getting our blocks. In the second half, we came out and executed the plays real well. The defense played as well as they've played in the last 10 years probably and just kind of shut them down and physically took the game over. So we were pleased with the second half and saw a lot of things that still needed corrected for this week. It's obvious that uh, at this level of football, you want to have good numbers to start with, and then you need to have a little depth, and that is so hard to do in D2, but that doesn't mean you can't win if you stay healthy. Your numbers are a little bit down this year. Just talk about the makeup of your team. 
Yeah, I mean, our team, it's like I told the kids, our numbers are down. The size of our kids are, are way down. We've got a lot of people, you know, 145 to 160 starting this year, and and that's fine for eight-man football. But if anybody gets hurt, you know, we're, we're dipping down into the freshman class to find backups. And those kids haven't played at this at this speed yet, so it's it's going to be a tough, tough year if we do have any injuries. Is that line the area of concern where you lost some kids from last year and you just, again, depth situation, there just isn't much for backups until you get to freshmen? Yeah, it is. I mean, that's where we're shortest is at the guard position. And I knew that going into summer, and we've been – putting some different kids in there and trying to trying to make changes and we'll see how this week's changes work out for us well and a couple names i mean we we know about nick pearson and then you got thomas kirby the biggest kid on the team for you right there they are your guards caleb semf a a name that we know as well at center he's just a junior for you Uh, what have you seen as far as improvement from these guys well caleb and nick are great leaders on the line caleb last year when he got up bigger kids he had a little trouble handling but this year he's he's worked hard in the weights and his feet are a lot quicker and he's doing a good job nick's able to tell whoever else we bring in a guard who they need to block what they need to do because he's a three-year starter now so it's nice it's like having a coach out up out on the field with him so when we send a new guy in a guard at least we have somebody there to help them get set up and pointed in the right direction now, Tyler Danberg's your starting quarterback. You kind of moved him around a little bit last week. Uh, he's solid senior for you. Uh, Dustin Klingsporn's a name we've known. He's going to be a big fullback. Uh, talk a little bit about how much you do lean on those two. Well, last week we were just trying some new things out and and didn't work as well as we hoped. And, you know, Dustin for 145-pound fullback's probably the toughest kid I've ever seen. He'll go up and knock heads with anybody and get up and do it the next play over and over. In fact, I think he took three Lewis players out of the game last week with just this physical hit. So definitely there, and Tyler's one of those kids that just plays play to play. Some people have a bad play and it affects them for the next five minutes, and Tyler has a bad play. The next play, he's ready to go right back in and score a touchdown. So we just we like having the ball in his hands, and that's why we moved him back to quarterback, so he's getting getting the touch every down this way. Well, let's take a look at tonight's game on our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Dean, uh, there are some tall kids starting to uh, grow again over at Pleasanton, and maybe Danberg in, on the defense might be as important as what he's doing on the offense. What do you see from Pleasanton? Well, you're exactly right. When I watched them on film, and we actually played against them this summer at passing camp, they, they've got you know half a dozen kids that are six two to six four and weigh one seventy five to two hundred pounds, and you know pretty good athletes. And last year we jumped out on them quick and kind of got them down. And this year I don't think that'll be the case. I think you're going to see a really good ball game. I think they're going to move the ball up and down the field and and we're going to do our best to stop the pass and force the run and hopefully get a couple interceptions and you know just keep keep going in the right direction from the season outlook so Pleasanton has always been known for not being afraid to change it up. We've seen Wildcat, we've seen Bunch, we've seen Monster, we've seen all kinds of things offensively. Uh what did you see from them and does it make it hard to prepare for them? 
Well, what we saw from the first game was pretty easy to compare, you know, to get ready for. But we went back and grabbed our book from last year and ran a bunch of those different formations and schemes against our defense because, like you said, you never know what you're going to see until the game time. So we've actually tried to prepare as well as we can. And, you know, if it's they're going to try to run the ball, I feel – feel pretty good about what we have as a defense and if they pass the ball we might have to switch some things up and put some of our taller people in positions to make plays on those passes. Dean, uh, let me ask you now that some time has passed, uh, one of the big quirks from last year is that you had a 5-3 and three team and played Kennesaw, Giltner, Lawrence Nelson, among the other teams and didn't make the playoffs where for years three-win teams get in. You might even see a two-win team get in. Uh, how did how did your boys handle that? And have you, I, I guess I could say, did you get an explanation? But it comes down to PowerPoints. Uh, ha, have you figured anything out uh, that that won't happen again? Well, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's where you get the short end of the stick. And, you know, I always left it to the state and the rest to decide the games and decide the season but I did call down to say hey you know what's going on here and and the state said you know it, it's just an unlikely unfortunate situation that it happened that way because there was a two and 16 that got in the playoffs so we probably would have beat by 50 points had we played them and you know it, it is something the boys haven't forgot the parents haven't forgot and and that's one of our goals for this year. We had a four-foot win that we could have took against Franklin. We scheduled scheduled a game against a tough opponent because I told them if we want to make sure that doesn't happen again, we have to go out and beat some good teams. So that's where we're at with it. All right, Dean, uh, always uh, fun covering the Wildcats. Uh, best of luck tonight and throughout the season. All right, thanks, Doug. That's Axtell football coach Dean Marsh. We'll be back with the starting lineups for tonight's game between Axtell and Pleasanton right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Extel today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show here at Axtell as we're getting close to the kickoff for the Week 2 battle between the Wildcats and the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Let's take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Good news is 
we don't really have a significant injury out there. Uh, a couple of freshmen are not suited up tonight for Axtell. Uh, Van Dees, Jaden is a transfer in, so he is not, uh, by the 90-day rule, eligible to play yet. And then for Pleasanton, they were a little under the weather last week. You may have caught that from Coach Westland uh, in the uh, pregame interview here, but they are back and fully healthy. The illness that they had last week has uh, evidently uh, ran its course, so that's good news. We will keep you up to date on any injuries brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life. Coin toss has been held. Pleasanton won the toss. They will defer, and they will kick to Axtell, who will move from uh, south to north here to uh, start the football game. Wind should not be of any consequence uh, throughout the night. Looks like we're going to be in good shape. 72 degrees right now. Wind is out of the northeast at about 8 miles an hour. It is a very pleasant night for football, a lot cooler than it was last night at this time. And the winds are even supposed to die down to about 4 or 5 mile an hour for the rest of the night. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visitors from Pleasanton at center, number tw- uh, number 32, 212-pound senior Con- Hand. The guards are number 11, 164-pound sophomore Chase Pulaski, and number 15, 194-pound junior Wyatt Reese. At end, number 8, 212-pound junior Tice Westland. Maybe the important thing there is to tell you he stands at at least 6'4 for Pleasanton. At wide receiver, number 10, a freshman Trevin Wen, who had the big game last week. He weighs 166 pounds. The split end is number 26, 178-pound senior T.J. Bailey. The running back tonight is number 21, 177-pound senior Kessler Dixon. Now, he only ran the ball once last week. Seth Eckel actually ran the ball the most uh, of the non-quarterback. He had nine carries, but Jackson Keyshaw is your quarterback. Of course, as we heard, he threw 33 times and then was the leading rusher last week. He is number 35, 126-pound senior. The quarterback for the one and Pleasanton Bulldogs, coached by Ricky Westland, assisted by Casey Lewis and Jordan Arnsdorf. For the Axel Wildcats, the center is number 28, 190-pound junior Caleb Semp. At guard, number 53, 220-pound senior Thomas Kirby. At number 80, 195-pound senior Nick Pearson. At tight end, number 12, 170-pound sophomore Brennan Rungi. The split end, number 35, 155-pound sophomore Calvin Johnson. At fullback, number 22, 145-pound senior Dustin Klingsborn. The eyeback, number 2, 165-pound junior Aaron Skaggs. And the quarterback, number 3, 170-pound senior Tyler Danberg. Now, Danberg did not start at quarterback last week, but he has many starts at the quarterback position. He was also the punter, and uh, he was actually had a pretty good warm-up uh, punting the ball here in pregame today. Axel's also 1-0 after their win over Loomis. They're coached by Dean Marsh, assisted by Justin Swedberg and Mike Branstead. Both teams 1-0. Pleasanton fell at home last year. Axtell, it's homecoming tonight. As you heard in one of the strange things now, they were supposed to have four home games. Franklin was on their schedule. Uh, Franklin forfeiting all in their playing junior varsity competition. So Axel was able to actually get Brady on the schedule, but they have to go on the road. So they are home today. And then for Axtell, they will be uh, on the road for the next four games before playing Lawrence Nelson and Blue Hill in their two final games of the year. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back with more right after this timeout. 
Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, KKPRFM, Cardiacstel Plus, and 10 of the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. As we said, we have five football games on our network of radio stations tonight on the Breeze 94.5 FM. It is Kennesaw trying to win their season opener against an Overton team that was beaten last week uh, in shutout by Elm Creek. So they're hoping to turn things around tonight and their hands will be full as they are over there taking on Kennesaw. Also on ESPN 1460, Kearney Catholic is getting ready to take on defending state champion Aurora. ESPN 1550, St. Cecilia is at home against Fillmore Central, and then Hastings hosting number two Scott's Bluff, looking for another huge win tonight on 1230 AM KHS. Again, find out more and listen along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Kearney's at Lincoln North Star. Grand Island is hosting Lincoln High. Adams Central's at Milford. Also tonight, you have Grand Island Central Catholic at Superior, and Northwest is hosting McCook. Some other games of interest around the area. Centura is at Donovan Trouble. Shelton is hosting Arcadia Loop City tonight. As we said, Red Cloud already beat Lewiston, and Wood River just finishing up their ball game with Bridgeport, which kicked off earlier this afternoon. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. The kick is next. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. 
Also want to let you know, uh, plenty of volleyball action going on. The Huskers are playing tonight uh, out in California, taking on Arizona at this hour. UNK is at home at this hour against Finley of Ohio. And just getting underway, Hastings College is taking on Roosevelt College at their own Five Points Bank Classic. UNK football team, a winner last night down in Joplin against Missouri Southern. They were up 33-6 at the half, went on to win it 39-27. Hastings is off tomorrow. And, of course, the Huskers are out at Colorado. Pre-game at 9.30, kickoff at 2.30 on the Breeze. 94.5 television coverage can be found on Fox Sports. Glad to have you along with us on ESPN tomorrow night, by the way, the LSU-Texas game, followed by USC and Stanford. We are ready to go. Pleasanton to boot it away here, and Grady Chandler will put the ball on the tee here. As Axtell hoping to get something going with special teams. They will send Aaron Skaggs, the deep man, at the 5. This kick is going to be returnable. Skaggs will take it at the 7. Straight up the middle of the field, 15, has a seam 20, breaks a tackle 25, and he'll be brought down by Broderick Pates as he gets up to about the 27-28 yard line. A couple of things to note tonight as it is homecoming. Axtell will be wearing the purple jerseys with the silver helmets and black pants. The red pants, white jerseys, and those Pleasanton white helmets with the Bulldog on it. First down and 10. Sun's still up here. Give us a little shine as they get into a straight eye formation to the Wildcats to start this football game, and they'll go to the fullback and nowhere to go for Klingsport as he is met immediately in the hole by Connor Hand. And this might be kind of part of that football game. You have to think that Pleasanton, with Axtell speed, wants to force them between the guards. Don't want them to get outside. So Axtell decided to try it right up the middle, and it didn't work. It'll be a loss of one on the play. It'll be second down and 11. Klingsporn is a tough young man, but he's going to have to have a chance to take one step before he is hit. That was not the case. Three down linemen, two linebackers, and an end on the right side. Here's a quarterback keeper around the right side by Danberg. Finds his block, but just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe one more, and too many red jerseys over there. Brady Klein among those in on the tackle. And it's going to be third down, and we'll still say it's 11, so no gain on the play for Danburg. Third down. They didn't want to have to throw it much last week, and so they didn't. Obviously, Pleasanton wants to throw it a little more. Late change here defensively as Chase Pulaski will check out. They'll bring in another defensive back here with Kessler Dixon. Out of the shotgun formation here with the split end, Clingsborn to the left side of the line. Fake the handoff. Danberg, two-man rush, steps up in the pocket, throws it deep down the middle. It's a jump ball, and it's picked off by Tice Westland. He's got some room from the 35-40 right sideline, 30, then runs into a pair of Axdale Wildcats, and Danberg, who threw the interception, will bring him down at the 23-yard line. And it'll be first down and 10 for Pleasanton, the first pass of the ball game picked off. So Axdale with the turnover on third down and long, and Westland... With the interception down to the Axtell market at the 22, but there is a penalty on the play on the return. Looks like it's going to be a block in the back. So that will help him out because that's a major penalty. Moving it back to the 36-yard line. So it was a 10-yard penalty. And the ball will be marked at the Axtell 36-yard line. First down and 10, Axtell gets their first chance, and Dixon will stand out of the pistol. Flanking him to the right side is Kessler Dixon. Riley Hadwiger out in the slot right. They'll hand it to Dixon. Starts left, wants to change courses. He breaks one, two tackles, but just can't get up the field. He'll finally be finished off here by Dustin Klingsborn, and he'll lose a yard on the play. Instead of trying to get up the field, Dixon 
was trying for the big play here, and nothing to the left. Everybody was there for Axtell, started by Caleb Semp, the nose guard, kind of blew that play up and made him change directions. So second down at 11, we're just underway here at Axtell. Game two, their home opener and homecoming. Now Axtell will have to go against his four-wide split look here with the empty backfield for Kessler-Dixon. Second down at 11, he'll take the snap. Not much of a rush. They throw underneath. It's going to be complete out to the 30-yard line and tackled immediately is Seth Eckel. Great tackle by Aaron Skaggs over there with Quinn Bertrand coming over. It's going to be a gain of about five, maybe six on the play. We'll call it third down and five after a six-yard completion by Keyshaw. So they're in that two-down territory. The ball just outside the 30-yard line after the interception by Westland. Two minutes into a scoreless ball game. Again, empty backfield. Dixon on third and six. Takes the snap. Little screen pass to Eckel. Tries to cut up the field. It gets past one man, but will not get the first down. Klingsporn will bring him down. It would appear short of the first down. Now, the mark may be a little bit closer than that, but our side judge, Chet Graham, says no. So it is a five-yard screen pass. The crew out of Kearney. Your referee, Howard Donlinger. You've got Chet Graham along with... Matt Shaner, Randy Beanoff, and Taylor Fish, your five-man crew. Fourth and one. And when you're a spread team, sometimes this becomes a little hard, and they are going to put Dixon in the shotgun on fourth and one here. He'll take it. He'll hand it off, and Kessler Dixon will take it from Keyshaw and get the first down. Not by much. He crosses the 25 to the 24. It's going to be a gain of two, and our first first down of the ball game here for Pleasanton. 9-10 9-10 to go in quarter number one. So Pleasanton converts the fourth down. This drive starting on a Tice Westland interception that he returned from about the 30-yard line of Pleasanton all the way to the 23. There was a penalty that backed him up. First down and 10 empty backfield. Twins both side and Keyshaw back to pass. Going to lob it down the right sideline, and there was a little miscommunication trying to get it to Westland. On the coverage was Tyler Danberg. They were just trying to run a crossing route where maybe the defensive back was going to get picked off and allow him to be open. But they ran into each other, and the ball was already in the air by the time Keyshaw had put it up there. Second down and 10. Ball at the 24-yard line of Axtell. Again, keeping the empty backfield, Keyshaw takes the snap. Looks left, little screen pass, going to be complete, but nowhere to go. Is in on the tackle, Quinn Bertrand, able to bring down T.J. Bailey at the line of scrimmage. So the old none yards, as John Madden used to always say, and it's going to be third down and 10, maybe even lost a half a yard. So third and 10, ball at the 25. Need to make it just across the 15, scoreless with 8.25 to go here in quarter number one, Axtell and Pleasanton. In the slot to the left will be Kessler-Dixon. Keyshaw, again, four wide, takes the shotgun snap. Five-step drop, throws over the middle of the field, complete to Westland. He will be short of the first down, but a good gain. Tyler Danberg makes the tackle. Axtell so far has been sure tackling. They've been right there on the play, and it's going to be a gain of eight. We'll call it fourth down and two. So Pleasanton was able to convert on fourth and one by just handing it off to Dixon. Now let's see what Keyshaw wants to do. A little longer look at their wristband with all the plays. Again, empty backfield, just Keyshaw. Will it be a quarterback draw? No. Fourth and two, four-step drop over the middle. It's complete to the 15-yard line. Breaking a tackle, spinning and diving for the 10 is Kessler Dixon, and he's got the first down. So a gain is seven. 
And the passing game looks pretty good here early on for the Bulldogs. Axtell giving them the cushion, and Dixon has only once tried to go down the field, and that didn't work as the uh, crossing route ran into each other. We'll officially call it first and goal at the 10. Keyshaw takes the snap. Looking left, now throws back over the middle of the football field, complete at the 7, and diving forward to about the 6-yard line. Again is going to be T.J. Bailey. It'll be second and goal at the 6 after a gain of 4. That is 6 completed passes here on this drive, none more than 8 yards. 5 out of 6 for 30 yards. One rush for 1 yard, and now we do have a flag, and it's going to be holding on the offense. So cross off that 4-yard gain. And the second penalty here the first quarter on Pleasanton. The ball will be marked back at about the 22. So that hold not only gives you a 10-yard penalty, but it was in the backfield because it was second and goal at the 6. So now they're all the way back to the 22. First and goal at the 22. Should be second and goal at the 22, I do believe. And now they're going to blow the play dead. I guess it would be first and goal because of the holding penalty. And it looks like we have a false start called on Pleasanton, so that backs them up even farther. So they're at the 27. Axtell fans appreciating that they're getting a little help here. It stays first down. Ball marked back at the 26-yard line. So first and goal. And Dixon... We'll have twins to the right, twins to the left. Westland is lined up in that slot right. Dixon takes the five-step drop, throws it out here in the flat left side, complete, but the tackle made immediately as it's hauled in by Kessler Dixon. And there again is Quinn Bertrand, the sophomore, doing a good job. A very short gain of about three yards to the 19-yard line. It'll be second down and goal. Scoreless here. The clock running with seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Last week, Pleasanton put some points up. It was a little higher scoring game with Ansel Litchfield. 45-28, a little lower scoring in Axel's 28-20 win over Loomis. Second and goal at the 19. Keyshaw drops back, has plenty of time. Down the left sideline, wide open, and then late closing. There's the pick. Aaron Skaggs at the 2, up to the 5, to the 10, and then they gang tackle him at the 11-yard line. Boy, wide open was Kessler Dixon had they thrown a shorter route, but they went for it all. And by the time they went down to the goal line, Aaron Skaggs slid over and came away with the interception. So both teams throwing a pick on the opening possession of the football game. And with the help of a couple of penalties, Axtell able to overcome. And they'll have the ball at their own 12-yard line, they say. So first down and 10. And they want to hand the football off, and there's nothing there in the middle of the field trying to just take it forward is going to be Tyler Danberg, and there's nowhere to go. It'll be second down and 10. Axtell will have to be very good offensively managing what they want to do out here. They want to get outside, but they're trying to uh, make sure Pleasanton respects them inside. That's what they're giving them right now. Bringing the play in is Calvin Johnson. The sophomore here. It's Danberg. It's Klingsporn. It's Skaggs. Those are your upperclassmen trying to follow Kirby and Pearson, your senior guards. Under center this time. Strong to the left side. They go weak side. Halfback pass. And some trouble here. They'll throw it over the middle of the field. It's up for grabs and incomplete. Aaron Skaggs 
pulled up, tried to throw it down to his uh, split end, Calvin Johnson, who was covered by Seth Eckel. And really all Skaggs was trying to do there in the end was get rid of the football because he had nowhere to run. Pulled up, no momentum. And finally just chucked it away. So it'll be third down and about ten and a half to go. Axtell on their second possession, looking for their first first down of the football game. Scoreless with six minutes to go. They'll split Johnson out wide to the right, out of the shotgun, fake the handoff, pressure from the backside. Danberg stands in, throws it complete to the 19, but that is short of the first down to Johnson. And right there on the sure-handed tackle is going to be Brady Klein. It's going to be a gain of about seven, but it'll be third down or fourth down and four. And a punting situation here for Axtell. Brennan Runge, the punter. Looked pretty good in the pregame warm-ups. I think I inadvertently said Danberg, but Runge, the punter, earlier. Good snap. Not much of a rush. Runge hits the toe of it, so it'll get a lot of roll, and they'll have to let it go. It bounces at the 30 and rolls inside the 20, and it'll be down at the 17-yard line. So, pretty good punt that time. That's a 44-yard punt with no return for Runge. Now, that wasn't exactly how he was booting him in pregame warm-ups. He absolutely line-drived it, but it did not give the returner, Seth Eckel, any chance to go grab it. So Pleasanton will take over now, first down and 10, and they'll mark the ball at their own 18-yard line with 5-12 to go here in the first quarter. Keyshaw out of the shotgun, empty backfield, looks to go deep down the middle of the football field, has a man, and it is caught there by Trevin Went into Axtell territory, almost tipped by Aaron Siggs, and he'll be brought down at the 37-yard line. But there's a penalty flag, and wipe it out. It's a hold on Pleasanton, their fourth penalty, and that's a huge one. That was a well-thrown ball by Jackson Keyshaw. Kind of everything you wanted there. Pretty good defense. It was way high in the air. Went, went up, got it on his fingertips. Here's a freshman that's going to make a lot of noise, and that'll back him up half the distance to the goal line, so... It'll be between the 9 and the 10, it would appear, or they're going to call the holding in the backfield, so it's going to be even farther back at around the 7. So Pleasanton linemen having some problems here early on against Caleb Semph and the Axtell defensive line. Ball marked at the 7. They need to get to about the 28, first and 21 or 22. Keyshaw right across the middle to Tyce Westland, a safe play. Then he shakes a tackle at the 11 and works his way up to the 15-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 8, but it'll still be second down and long. Scoreless here in the first quarter, 4.40 to go. Axtell and Pleasanton. Kind of a key game here. They always all are, but uh, both teams have some squads that they're going to play and maybe more on Axtell's schedule that are in the top ten. Get off to that 2-0 start. Feel really good about where this season's going. Keyshaw, second down and 13. Comes to the sideline, incomplete, and taking a pop there is T.J. Bailey. Klingscorn wanted to make sure that he didn't catch that one. Pleasanton being conservative, at least Keyshaw has been. It's not that he can't take the ball down the field. He's just 0 for 2 when he has gone down the field, one of those being an interception. So it'll be third down. We'll call it 13 for Keyshaw. Takes the snap, 
Looks down the right sideline, steps up, decides to run. Gets to the 15, the 20, breaks a tackle to the 25. Fumble to football, but Pleasanton falls on it. And one of the young men for the Wildcats lost his helmet in Joe French. He'll go and pick it up. And the ball will be covered by Pleasanton at the 23-yard line. So it'll be fourth down at about five. They're able to gain eight on the run by Keyshaw. But they are going to have to punt it away, and Keyshaw is the punter for Pleasanton. So we're down to 345, and no one has found the end zone yet. Snap, not much of a rush, and Keyshaw hits it off the side of his foot, and this is going to go on the field to Klingsborn, who does cover it and brings it up the field for about five yards to the 33-yard line. So the 23 to the 33, that's a 24-yard punt. It looked like it was going out of bounds, and it hit about a yard from the Axtell sideline, but then kicked back in play, and so going to cover it, Klingsborn scooped it up and got about a six-yard return to the 39. First down and 10 here, Axtell. They're still looking for their first first down. This will be their third series. And even though they don't have a first down, they've got just about a yard and a half to go to get into Pleasanton territory. They'll go twins to the left out of the shotgun here. Danberg fakes it to Klingsborn into block, throws over the middle in coverage, and it's dropped. Into the hands, Brennan Runge. Now, you may say he dropped it or he was just hit quickly there by Seth Eckel. And it is incomplete. So Axtell just hasn't been able to do anything on first down, which then kind of limits your playbook a little bit about what you want to do. Danberg, one of three with a pick. Keyshaw has already put it up ten times here in the first quarter. And I know talking with Justin Swedberg, uh, he was hoping that they could run the football, shorten the game, uh, be effective doing that. But they have not really, outside of one try, maybe even looked to get to the outside here running the football. Second out and 10 at their own 39. This time, they'll hand it off to Skaggs. He's hit in the backfield. Ankle tackle brought down by Jackson Keyshaw, then finished off there by Carter Klein. No gain on the play on the first carry for Skaggs. Four rushes, negative one yard for Axtell. They have five total yards here in the football game's first quarter, and we're down to three minutes to go. We'll give you a check on what's going on on the uh, Platte River Prep scoreboard. Remember, if you're at a ball game, we'd love to get a, either a call or a text to the Platte River Preps scoreboard line. And you can go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and look at the same scoreboard. The number is 308-646-0506. 646-0506. Text the score in the corner. We'll get it on. Third down. Swing pass out of the flat here to Skaggs. It's well covered, and he's actually going to lose yardage. Boy, Pleasanton's defense just won't let him do anything. That's going to be a loss on the play of a yard, maybe two, on a swing pass behind the line of scrimmage. And so it is fourth down and 12, and back to punt will be Brennan Runge. Carney's on the board. They lead Lincoln North Star 7-0. Aurora has scored first to lead Carney Catholic 7-0. The snap to Runge. Punts it away. There's a beauty. That'll be taken at the 12-yard line by Eckel. He'll get up to the 15 to the 17. And that's going to be a punt of 31 yards. Trying to pin him inside the 10, but a good return that time by Seth Eckel. Didn't let it bounce, did the right thing, and brings it up to about the 17-yard line. It's a first down and 10, Pleasanton. We remain scoreless with 2.05 to go here in the first quarter. 
Scotts Bluff leads Hastings 7-6 in the first. York leads Blairs 7-0. In the fourth, Bridgeport rolling Wood River 34-0. Keyshaw swing pass out into the right flat. That's going to be a complete pass across the 20 and pushed out of bounds at around the 24-yard line is Trevin Went. It'll be second down as they'll mark it right on the 25, so a gain of seven. And the clock continues to run. Some other scores. St. Cecilia's on the board, leading Freeman by a score of 7 to nothing. South Loop at halftime, leading Hemingford with an early kick, 28 to nothing. Second down and three at their own 25. They keep the backfield empty. Keyshaw, no pressure. Now a penalty flag. That's going to be a hold as he takes off and runs. 25-30, left sideline, 40. It's a big run into Axtell territory at the 30, but unfortunately, it's all coming back. A gain of 25. Going to be wiped out. The third hold of the first quarter. And one of the things to kind of point out here, when you put four wideouts... You just have those three linemen. You know, your, your linemen are used, if you put five linemen want to run the football, you probably don't see as many holds because you're running it. But while Keyshaw's scrambling around out there, and you don't have linemen blocking, you have wide receivers blocking, sometimes they reach and grab, and that is already five penalties for 45 yards in the first quarter for Pleasanton. The Bulldogs had a pick from Tyce Westland on the first series, drove it inside to the 10-yard line, got it to the six. But then back-to-back penalties and an interception, and they haven't done anything since either. Second down and about 17 yards to go. Snap to Keyshaw. He's back at his own one. Throws it out here in the flat, and Went saw somebody coming to hit him, and he bobbled a football. Klingsporn was the man on the coverage, and Went heard footsteps that time. The young freshman couldn't haul it in. So third down. And 17 yards to go. The ball marked at the 10, maybe the 10 and a half. They need to get to the 28 to secure a first down. And with these incomplete passes, it does stop the clock. And what does Pleasanton do? They have one pass, 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 pass. They have not run the ball the last two series. And now we're going to get a timeout call here by Pleasanton, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you. We have a minute 18 to go in the first quarter here at Axtell. The Cats and Pleasanton are scoreless. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Patty know about the heart and the soul of a home. For more info, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. You're listening to Friday Night Football from the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth here in Axtell on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Cannon Rath. 1.18 to go in the first quarter. We're scoreless, and Pleasanton faces a third and 17 at their own 10-yard line. Let's see if they try to just throw it over the middle and break tackles or if they chuck it deep. 
Keyshaw fakes the screen, now scrambles, has pressure. He's in trouble. He's in his own end zone. Now he's got to get out of there, and he's going to run to the five and be brought down at about the seven-yard line. A host of purple jerseys. They decided to bring pressure. Caleb Senf is in there. Also in there was Hunter Riley and Nick Pearson. Boy, they had four, three or four purple jerseys, and they're going to lose about two yards after it's all said and done. Getting back there on Keyshaw. So he'll now putt from his own end zone. Here's the snap. And the low line drive kick should be returnable. Picked up at the 39-yard line by Klingsborn. Tries to come to the outside. There's going to be a block in the back. Yeah, Tice Westland was coming down. They didn't need to do it. And instead of a short return that gets him into Pleasant Territory, that block in the back, it kills you. These long penalties in eight, man. And that boot is going to be 32 yards for Keyshaw. The return was only about three. But we've got the first penalty of the football game on Axtell. And that'll mark the ball back into their territory. And they'll move it to the 30-yard line. They'll put it right on the 30-yard line for Axtell with 34 seconds to go here in a scoreless first quarter. In this eight-man Fort Kearney Conference contest, as the center Caleb Semp comes over the ball, three down linemen here for Pleasanton, including Westland at the left defensive end. Out of the pistol, two running backs. They'll hand it off to Skaggs. He tries his way forward and gets three. And that's actually the best progress that Axel has had tonight running the football. Tackle is made by Wyatt Reese. And that will probably be the final play of the first quarter as Danberg is over here talking with Coach Branstad and in no hustle to put him in, and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. So after one, homecoming here at Axtell. Each team has thrown a pick, and since then, not much offense. Pleasant at Axtell scoreless here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Unofficially, Axtell six yards in the first quarter. Pleasanton with 51 and two first downs. Pleasanton now faces a second down and about three at the 33. Or Axtell, excuse me, we're going the other way. Second down and eight, and the handoff nowhere to go. Looks like maybe Danberg just decided to keep it, thought he gave it to Skaggs, but Danberg keeps it, tries that left hand, and just swarming defense. Pleasanton, two, three guys every time, and it's going to be third down. 
Maybe a yard loss on the play. So we'll call it third down and nine. A scoreless first quarter. Keeping you up to date on what else is going on in the listening area. We'll check the scoreboard here in just a moment. Freeman has scored to tie St. Cecilia. Twins to the right here. And out of the shotgun, Danberg. Clings more to the backfield. Fake the handoff. Pressure from the right side. Has to step up and run. Gets through that tackle. 35 breaks another one. Drags the guy to the 39. He needed to stick the football out, which you wouldn't supposed to do. And he's going to be just short. Good effort there by Tyler Danberg. As he picks up eight on the play, that is the best play of the night. An eight-yarder. Now it's fourth and one, but you're at midfield. And you haven't been able to move the football. This isn't a sure thing if they go for it. In fact, it's about a half a yard. If they hit the A here at Axtell at midfield, it's first down. They're a half yard away. They're going to line up and go for it. Danberg's a big boy. He's going to get right under center. Will it just be a sneak? Yes, it will be, and shoving, shoving, shoving. Looks like he got it. He got it. He's still shoving. They still haven't blown it dead. He's still trying to go forward. Westland trying to rip it away, and finally they blow it dead. And it'll be a first down here as they got him to the 39. The initial surge didn't look like he was going to get it, and Danberg just kept the legs of churning and picks up two, the first first down of the ball game for Axtell, and they are now in Pleasanton territory at the 39-yard line with 10.25 to go here in quarter number two. Bridgeport, a winner today over Wood River, 34 to nothing. Holdridge leads Fillmore Central, 7 to nothing in the second. Gothenburg and Kozad scoreless in the second. Heartland Lutheran, 66. Spalding Academy, 63. Hit a three at the buzzer. Here's a screen pass, and here comes Pleasanton. They bit. Klingsborn's got it, 35-30. Breaks a tackle, 25. It'll be upended there at the 24-yard line by Brady Klein. Pleasanton had had such good push up front that they baited him with the screen. And another first down for Axtell. That's going to be a gain of 15 on the play. The biggest offensive play here so far tonight for the Wildcats. That's one of those when you start running up the field as a defender, you go, this is too easy. And then you just realize the ball floats over your head to a wide open Dustin Klingsborn. So Axel's got a little something going here for the first time in the football game. First and 10 at the 24, unbalanced line. Fake the handoff. It's a busted play, and Danberg's going to have to eat it. And he'll be dropped a yard behind the line of scrimmage at the 25. Making the tackle for Pleasanton is Keyshaw. Danberg turned to hand it one way. Skaggs went the other, so one of them was off on what they wanted to do there. Second down and 11. At the 25. Kennesaw is on the board. They lead Overton 6 to nothing. That game late in the first quarter as well. Carney has taken a 7-0 lead into the second quarter over at Lincoln North Star. Grand Island playing Lincoln High tonight in A. Scott's Bluff now leads Hastings 14-6. Snap of the ball and a straight handoff to Skaggs, and he barely got back to the line of scrimmage because of his Length, he's able to stick the ball up to the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. And it'll be third down and 11. Ball at the Pleasanton 25-yard line. Deepest penetration here of the ball game for Axtell. Next week, more high school football, including Lincoln Christian and Carney Catholic. We'll have that game from Lincoln for you. 
And a timeout, Axtell. They weren't sure what they wanted to do here. So the first time out of the ball game by the Wildcats with 8.30 to go in the second quarter. Axtell and Pleasanton still scoreless. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Glad to have you along with us here on Central Nebraska's Power 99, your home for high school sports. We come back to action here at Axtell. The Cats, third and 11 at the Pleasanton 25, were scoreless in the second quarter. Quarterback keeper around the right side, and Pleasanton is not fooled. Back to about the line of scrimmage before being driven backwards. Off the bottom of the pile is going to be Seth Eckel. Had some help over there by Chase Pulowski. No gain by Danberg. I think they were just trying to pick up what they could, set up a shorter fourth down, but not the case here, and it'll be fourth down and 11. Ball at the 26. They need to get just across the 15. And they'll put Danberg out with the play again. Danberg so far is three for five with an interception. Will they have time to get something over the middle? Split out wide to the right here. And taking the snap, faking the handoff, trying to go all the way down the field. Pressure coming in nowhere for Danberg. He's going to be sacked, coming through, untouched. Broderick Pates got him all the way back at the 36-yard line. A loss of 10 on the play. And back over to Pleasanton it goes. So that's not what they wanted. Not only did they not get a first down, they gave up 10 more yards to the Bulldogs. And Pleasanton will take over first and 10 at their own 36-yard line. So they got a good drive going. Got it to the 25, but then ended up going backwards. And the Bulldogs, first down, scoreless with 7.5 to go here in quarter. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. As we come back to action, it's going to be Keyshaw dropping back after a no gain on the first down run. He'll throw it up over the right side on the numbers. Westland goes up and makes the catch, and he's going to be brought down just short of the first down. It's a gain of 11 on the pass play. It'll bring up third down and one. And now they're going to change it and call it a first down. 
So Pleasanton will get the first down. They were right by the sticks, and so they moved them out a yard. The chain gang bringing out the chain, just like Carney Towing and Repair does for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. So it'll be first down and 10. Move the ball to the 33-yard line. Keyshaw back to pass, going fly pattern down the left side for Westland. Jump ball incomplete as he was covered there by Aaron Skaggs at the 8-yard line. Well-thrown ball, maybe just missed time to jump there, looking back into the sun. And it'll be second down. And 10. Ball at the 34-yard line of Axtell. It's still scoreless, 6.43 to go here in the second quarter. And I know we still have half the second quarter to go, but I don't remember the last time I did a scoreless eight-man game at the half. And most of this has been played between the 15-yard lines. We have had one first-and-goal situation in the game. Keyshaw empty backfield on second and 10. Underneath on the right side, complete to Went. Went turns it up the field inside the 25, and it'll be shoved out of bounds close to the first down marker. And it looks like he's got enough at about the 23-yard line, a gain of 11. And another first down here for Pleasanton, their fourth of the ball game. So Pleasanton will have it first and 10 at the 23 of Axtell. As they reset the chains. Fifteen pass attempts already by Keyshaw. Only five runs so far in the game. And one of those wasn't designed. Keyshaw just got sacked. Jackson hands it off. Dixon over the left side. Has a hole. Gets tripped up as he gets towards the 15-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of about seven, maybe eight on the play. Skaggs is in there on the tackle. We'll call it a gain of eight. Second down and two, and that's the best run of the night for Pleasanton. And they're breaking the huddle a little quicker. That might mean the exact same play. Westland is a blocking slot back to the left side. They fake the handoff. Keyshaw to throw out into the flat. It's complete at the 10 and close to the end zone. They're going to call it a touchdown. Stretching the ball across the end line is Brady Klein for a 13-yard touchdown. And we have our first points of the football game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Exactly six minutes to go here on the 13-yard pass from Jackson Keyshaw into the hands of Brady Klein. Pleasanton sends the play in from the sideline, a two-point conversion coming up here. And in a game like this, these could be just as important if they can keep it tight. Off to the right side is going to be Broderick Pates. Keyshaw takes the snap, hands it to Pates. It's student body left, and he is not going to get there. Well covered by the Axdale Wildcats, and Joe French makes the tackle, so the PAT run is no good. So after stopping Axdale on fourth down, Pleasanton is able to march the ball 44 yards and cap it off with a 13-yard touchdown pass from Keyshaw to Klein. Six minutes to go, second quarter. It's Pleasanton 6, Axdale nothing on Power 99. Headley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bentley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. 
If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Pleasanton will boot it away, and it skirts into the end zone. No chance to return it here for Aaron Skaggs, and so the Wildcats will get it at their 15-yard line after the first score of this football game. First down and 10. Pleasanton now up 6 to nothing. midway through quarter number 2. So here we go for the Wildcats, who have been limited in their yardage. They actually got a little something going on that first drive of the second quarter, but ended up being sacked on fourth down. So on first down and 10, they'll put the quarterback, Tyler Danberg, under center out of the power eye formation. Johnson split out wide to the left. They hand it off to the fullback, Klingsporn. He gets what he can, steps out of an ankle tackle, and jumps forward for about two and a half. It'll be second down and eight. That's the same play they started the football game with, and he went nowhere. But staying patient here, the Wildcats, only 15 men suited tonight, by the way, for Axtell. Only 18 on the roster. A couple of youngsters are on the sideline tonight. So second down and eight yards. Again, Johnson out wide to the left. They're going to stay in that power eye. Danberg calls the cadence, takes the snap, hands it to the eye back this time, and Skaggs lost the football, tries to dive back on it. Let's see what the official says. Looks like they're going to give it to him. Carter Klein was right there for Pleasanton, but couldn't haul it in, and so it ends up being a two-yard gain here for Skaggs. It'll be third down and five. Need to get to the uh, 25-yard line to keep things going. 4.50 to go here in the first half. 6-0 Pleasanton just scored on their last possession. Axtell taking a little longer in the huddle. That usually means they're going deeper in the playbook. They stay in that eye formation. Nope, they're going to break it out now and send Johnson out wide to the right. Put Klingsborn in the slot left out of the pistol. Fake the handoff. Pressure, stepping up, Danberg, rolling right, rolling right, now fires it out here behind his intended receiver, incomplete, looking for Klingsporn. Kessler Dixon was right there at the 36-yard line. He bought a lot of time, just couldn't find anybody open. I thought for a moment there he was going to take off and run. I'm not sure he would have made it to the first down marker. And he thought he had Klingsporn over here on the Axtell sideline, and another punt coming up. Both teams have punted it twice. Both teams have turned it over once. And it'll be Brennan Runge to boot the football away. He has a 44 and a 31-yarder. This one's a high one, a little shorter. It's returnable, taken at the 30-yard line by Went Up the left sideline, 35-40. Still hasn't been touched, 35-30. It's up to Runge. Runge slows him up, and he's tackled at the 10, the 5. First and goal, the tackle made by Calvin Johnson. But if Runge hadn't slowed him up, he would not have been able to tackle him, and Johnson is hurt. Johnson is hurt. Might be a hyperextended elbow. He kind of reached out to slow him down, and he is reaching for that left arm. 
And we have an injury timeout here. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. The score is six to nothing in favor of Pleasanton. We'll be right back. Give it up for Chad, who's making great choices today. He filled up for gas before his gauge flashed empty. He made it to baseball practice on time. And instead of driving home to an empty fridge, Chad drove to Amigos for new taquito dippers. Filled with shredded beef or chicken, fried crisp to order, and ready to dip in Amigos' warm homemade queso sauce. The best part? He doubled down and got two for $2.69. Congratulations, Chad. You've won today. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. It'll be first down and goal here at the five after the nice punt return of 45 yards. And it's going to be Keyshaw, the quarterback keeper, up off the right guard, and he's going to get to the two. And again, a three there for Keyshaw. That'll bring up second down and goal at the two. Dixon to the right, blocking back. Slot left is Westland. They give it to Dixon. He goes right over his center, and he is going to get into the end zone for the touchdown. Just kind of rode his center and slid over the top and in. A two-yard touchdown run for Kessler Dixon. And after a nice punt return, a scoreless first quarter and a half. Now Pleasanton has put up two scores here in two and a half minutes to make it 12-0. And it looks like now they're actually going to try and go with a kick. Our touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And the PAT will be attempted here by Grady Chandler, the senior. Here's the snap. Good placement, good. The kick is on the way, and it is good. And now I think we're going to have roughing the kicker. Klingsborn was on the ground, and Klein was on the ground, and a penalty flag comes out. Let's see what the initial indication here is on the PAT, which will be good. So it's Pleasanton 13, Axtell nothing, 3.36 to go. In the first half of play, coming up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, first half stats, score updates, and more. And it will be roughing the kicker on Axtell, so that means Pleasanton's going to get to kick it off from a lot farther up the field. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have any Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Well, after roughing the kicker on the PAT, 
Pleasanton gets to kick off from the Axtell 35, and they will squib it. Axtell picks it up on the run, though, at the 23-yard line up to the 25 to 26. Nice job there by Quinn Bertrand to uh, scoop it up and bring it up quickly. When you kick it that short and you run after it, if you don't get it cleanly, there's going to be trouble. And conversely, if you do get it cleanly, sometimes you run right by the kicking team because they're not ready for it. Nonetheless, it all works out here and actually good field position considering where the ball was kicked off from. Axtell will have it first and 10 at their own 26. They now trail 13 to nothing with three and a half to go here in the first half of play on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Offset backs in the backfield. Turn, and they will hand it off the last minute to Skaggs, but there is just absolutely nowhere to go. Got back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Skaggs, five carries, six yards. Klingsborn, two carries, one yard. Danberg, after that 10-yard sack, has carried the ball seven times for negative one yard, and we've got another man down on the field here for Axtell. And sometimes you're going to get cramps, but this one does not look like a cramp situation. And by the way, uh, Johnson got up and is over on the sideline and and then got back in the football game here for Axtell after being down, making that tackle on the punt return. So taking a look at our Axtell player, and we'll uh, take a chance here to take a look at the Platte River Prep scoreboard. Carney High's got it rolling now in the capital city. Their only trip to Lincoln this year, at least in the regular season. 20 to nothing over Lincoln North Star in the second quarter. In Class B, Lexington 7, Skyler 3rd. These are all in the second. Northwest has taken a 7-0 lead on McCook. Scott's Bluff leads Hastings 21-6. And York leading Blair 7-0. And the injured player is Aaron Skaggs, and he is going to be helped off the field, walking a little gingerly. And... Can't lose anybody, but that's kind of one of the big three here for the Wildcats. Elsewhere, Aurora leading Kearney Catholic 22 to nothing. Cozad and Gothenburg scoreless. Holdridge leads Fillmore Central 7-0 in the second. St. Cecilia leads Fillmore Central 14-7. Bridgeport beat Wood River today 34-0. Amherst leads Bertrand 10-6 in the second. As we come back to action here, out of the injury. It'll be second down and 10. For Axtell, taking the snap, a little shovel pass up to Klingsborn to try and catch that defense. It's complete for about a three-yard gain. The tackle is made by Jackson Keyshaw. So it'll be third down and seven. They bring in Quinn Bertrand as the backup back. As they are looking at Skaggs over here to see just kind of if he got twisted on or maybe got a helmet to the knee. And our trainers are here taking a look at it. Double-edged sword here. Axtell really needs to get a first down just to make sure they keep the ball out of Pleasanton's hands. Yes, they want to go down and score, but they sure don't want to give the ball back to Pleasanton with two minutes to go. And they do have two timeouts, 2.15, and the clock running. Twins to the left. Look out for your end rungi here on the right side. Faking it that way. Pressure, rolling out, rolling out. Has to tuck it up and run now. And getting back to the line of scrimmage is Tyler Danberg, and that is it. The tackle going to be made on the edge. By Brand, well, by Pates, Broderick Pates over there. So Danberg just couldn't even get his feet set and had to start scrambling. And Pleasanton does take the timeout to save a little bit here. They have one remaining. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. A minute 56 to go in the first half. Pleasanton 13, Axtell nothing. 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Doug Duda back with you here in Axtell in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you tonight's eight-man football action and Carney Towing on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Your score with 156 remaining in the first half of play. Pleasanton 13, Axtell nothing. Axtell just has not been able to do anything offensively here tonight. Pleasanton a 44-yard drive, 13-yard pass from Keyshaw to Klein, and then after a 45-yard punt return, a two-yard run by Dixon. And Axtell now forced to punt it again. Rungi hauls it in. Here comes pressure, but he got it away and a good kick. It'll be taken at the 19-yard line by Went up the right side, 25, breaks a tackle, 30. Now at midfield, slips, and coming from behind to make the tackle will be Tyler Danberg. That's a return of about 22 yards. And it's going to be a 34-yard punt. So that's right about where he has been booting it. He had a 44 to start the game, got some roll on it. But a good return there by the freshman, Trevin Went. One timeout, a minute 43 to go here before half. Pleasanton gets the ball, by the way, to start the third quarter. So Axtell really has to come up with a stop here. Empty backfield for Jackson Keyshaw. He'll take the snap. Five-step drop, has plenty of time. Cox the arm, now pulls it down, and he has to run, and he'll be brought down as he scrambles back to the line of scrimmage. Nick Pearson is there. Caleb Senf is there. They're not really bringing pressure. They use those three down linemen and then use the other five to try to cover the four receivers. And Pleasanton, I think, is going to use their final timeout right here. So no gain on the play for Keyshaw. Got back to the line of scrimmage. And the Dogs are going to use their final timeout with a minute 25 to go here in quarter number two. And it stays 13 to nothing. We'll be right back. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, score updates, update on what's going on in the world of sports around our area. So stay with us right now. Second and 10, Pleasanton at the 38-yard line of Axtell. They're up 13-0 with a minute 25 to go, and they've used their final timeout. Keyshaw drops back, five-step drop, throws it down the middle of the field, and wide open is going to be Kessler Dixon, and he is tripped up at the 10-yard line by Tyler Danberg, Floated it to him, a 28-yard pass by Keyshaw. That is their biggest play of the night. They had a couple big ones wiped out by penalty, but that sets up a Pleasanton first down, and they're ready to go. they got a plenty of time. They don't need to hustle. It's first and goal at the 10, or rush. They do need to hustle. 
Keyshaw out in the flat. It's going to be complete. Westland at the three, turns and walks into the end zone. Touchdown. And you can just see the air come out of Axtell on that busted coverage play, the play before. And a 10-yard touchdown pass, the second of the night from Jackson Keyshaw, puts it into the hands of Tice Westland. And that'll make the score 19 to nothing. And we were scoreless midway through this quarter. Pleasanton this time is elected to go for two. They can sense Axtell's down a little bit. Keyshaw has time, throws over the middle. It's going to be knocked away, intended for T.J. Bailey. So the kick was good. The two-point conversions that they've tried have been no good. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Carney. A 10-yard pass from Keyshaw to Tice Westland. And with 107 remaining here in the first half, it's Pleasanton 19, Axtell nothing. Farmers are darn tough, and times are challenging. Well, that's when you need an ag partner like Aurora Cooperative. By joining forces, things can be accomplished that can't be accomplished alone. Farmers face tough challenges every day, so having a partner is critical to your operation, especially when that partner is Aurora Cooperative. You'll have all the tools for success that you need right at your fingertips to make decisions and investments based on solid research data, innovative solutions, products, and support every step of the way. Tougher together. Aurora Co- Co-op.com. Just when you thought it was safe to stay out of the water, Buzz's Marine presents Cause 6, a new dimension in savings. Why do they call it a Cause 6 sale? Because there's only six carryover specials left in stock, and Buzz's Marine has taken a monstrous bite out of their price. Buzz's Marine has vowed that the sale will come to an abrupt halt as soon as the last boat is sold. Cause 6. Brought to you by Buzz's Marine. Hurry, sale ends whenever. Go to buzzesmarine.com for more details. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. Chandler with a good kick, taken at the 1 by Klingsborn, starts to his right 10, looks for a block 15, and he'll be brought down at the 20-yard line. Good coverage down the field. A little extracurricular activity away from the football, but good tackle in there by Pates. And it'll be first down and 10 for Axtell. Now they do have two first downs, and let's see if... Coach Marsh rolls the dice here a little bit with one minute exactly to go. They need the score. You always need a score, especially since Pleasanton gets it to start the third quarter. But they haven't found any offense, and Pleasanton can play really soft right now and allow some underneath passes or short runs. And you sure don't want to give it back to them, so let's see what the strategy is. As Danberg is out of the shotgun... Skag still on the sideline, it looks like. Danberg time, wanted to throw deep, changes his mind and gets ankle tackled back at the 13-yard line. Into the backfield with the sack is Riley Hadwiger for Pleasanton. It's going to be a loss of seven on the play. That is the second sack of the ball game. And they are in no hurry now. Just have to run one more play. Pleasanton doesn't have any timeouts. So Axtell breaking the huddle. They're checking their wristbands, which would indicate maybe not just a simple run. Quinn Bertrand, the lone back. They'll fake the handoff. Danberg to throw. Steps up. Now penalty flag. He'll take off and run to the 20, to the 25. He gets up to the first out at the 30, but it doesn't matter. It's coming all the way back. There's some yellow laundry back at the six-yard line. And this will be a hold called on Axtell. That is their first hold of the night. Their second penalty, they had a third on a roughing the kicker on a PAT. Pleasanton, after having five penalties in the first quarter, has been clean here so far 
in the second. This penalty actually won't even be 10 yards. It'll be three. We have 11 seconds to go. And we'll see if Axtell even wants to run another play here. Homecoming for Axtell, so they'll have those activities at halftime and during the postgame. They'll run the clock. Axtell better be aware that they're running the clock. They're coming up to run a play with five seconds. I don't think they're going to get this one off. And two, one. Nope, they're just going to stand there and watch it. And that is the end of the first half of play. High school football here on Power 99, the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 19. And the Axtell Wildcats, nothing. Pleasanton scoring all of the points in quarter number two here tonight. A 13-yard pass from Jackson Keyshaw into the hands of Klein. Brady hauls it in to complete a 44-yard drive. Then a two-yard run by Kessler-Dixon after a 45-yard punt return. Took him all the way down to the five. And then the 10-yard pass from Keyshaw to Tice Westland with a minute seven to go puts them up by a score of 19 to nothing. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com in a moment. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And welcome back to Axtell to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. We are at the half, and your score is Pleasanton 19 and Axtell nothing. We have a lot of other coverage to bring to you tonight, and we will uh, get into that here in just a little bit as we check our scoreboard. So stay with us for 
all of that. Uh, going to take a look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard to start things here at halftime. Things going well for Kearney High after being clipped last week by Grand Island. Both the Islanders and Bearcats are in good shape as they approach halftime. Grand Island leads Lincoln High 26-0. Kearney High all over Lincoln North Star 34-0. In Class B, all these games are late second quarter. Lexington 7, Skyler 3. Grand Island Northwest 7, McCook nothing. Scotts Bluff 28, Hastings 6, and York 7, Blair nothing. In Class C1, it is Holdridge 7, Fillmore Central nothing. Kozad and Gothenburg are scoreless. Aurora leading Kearney Catholic 22 to nothing. That game is on ESPN 1460 tonight. We're looking for score updates from Adams Central Milford, Central City Columbus Scotus, Broken Bow Minden, and Ord Boone Central. If you have scores for any of the games that we don't have an update for, Please give us a text or a call to 308-646-0506. Really appreciate it. We'll share it with the rest of Central Nebraska. 308-646-0506. Let's update it. Gothenburg leading Kozad at the half, 14 to nothing. In C2, Bridgeport beat Wood River today, 34 to nothing. St. Cecilia leads Freeman, 21 to 7. And also in the second, Grand Island Central Catholic leads Superior, 20 to 13. Looking for updates on the Centura, Donovan Trumbull, Gibbon Hershey, St. Paul Southern Valley, and Sutton Wilbur Claytonia games. Also in D1, Shelton Arcadia Loop City, Elm Creek Arapahoe, Ansley Litchfield North Central. Love to have an update from you. South Loop today has beaten Hemingford by a score of 35 to nothing. Alma leading Northern Valley, Kansas, 16 to nothing. Amherst at last check led Bertrand 10 to 6. We're looking for an update on Ravenna Cambridge. In D2, Giltner Central Valley and Twin Loop Riverside looking for scores. At the half, it is Dillerodell 8, Blue Hill nothing. Kennesaw 12, Overton 6 on the breeze, 94.5. In the second quarter, Medicine Valley and Elwood were scoreless. So Loomis and Sandhill Stedford scoreless at last check as well. And six-man, Red Cloud was a winner today over Lewiston. It was Hartland Lutheran outscoring Spalding Academy 66-63. Maywood Hayes Center leads Silver Lake in the second quarter 14-0. Last night, Eustace Farnham beat South Platte 65-48, and Wilcox Hildreth down Deschler by a score of 70-31. And here at the half again at Axtell, 19-0 Pleasanton with the lead. Back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. 
Doug Gooder with our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, back with you here at halftime. Taking a look at Hastings College Volleyball. They're up two games to none over Roosevelt, 25-16, 25-18, and they lead 13-11 in uh, their match in the third set going on over at uh, Hastings College. They will have two more games tomorrow, back-to-back, 3 o'clock against McPherson, 5 o'clock against Tabor as part of the Five Points Bank Classic. Husker Volleyball taking care of Arizona. We'll get you an update on that. Uh, also going on uh, in the world of sports, we have a slight number of college football games that are going on uh, tonight, and we'll keep an eye on that. You've also got what's going on at the U.S. Open. Uh, Rafael Nadal wins the first set in a tie break in his quarterfinals. Uh, we take a look at Royals baseball going on tonight as uh, they are in action this weekend. And uh, just a lot going on in the world of sports. We're going to keep you up to date with Virginia leading William & Mary 35-3 to midway through the second quarter. Wake Forest leading Rice 21-14 as they start the second quarter. Boise State and Marshall just getting underway. They are scoreless three minutes into their ball game. Our next high school sports action is coming your way on Thursday night here on Power 99. We will be on the volleyball court at Adams Central as the Patriots welcome in Kearney Catholic and defending C2 champion Blue Hill for a triangular coming up next Thursday. Taking a look at next week's high school football schedule, first off for these two teams, Axtell will head down the road to play Elwood, and Pleasanton gets to have their home opener against Kennesaw. In fact, they get Kennesaw and Overton in the next two weeks. Kennesaw and Overton playing tonight, and as we told you, that is a six-point game at halftime, which you can hear currently airing on the breeze, 94.5. Some other football games uh, next week. Hastings makes the trip out to Alliance. Kearney will be going uh, up to Norfolk next week. We will have the Kearney Catholic-Lincoln Christian matchup for you uh, next week as well. Adams Central will be hosting Lincoln Lutheran. Shelton is at Alma. Loomis is at Blue Hill. Uh, Cozad will host Chase County. Cambridge is out at Bayard. Lawrence Nelson gets Diller Odell next week. Sutton will play Freeman. Hastings St. Cecilia will be at Gibbon. Grand Island Central Catholic will host North Platte St. Pat's. SEM will be at Hartman Lutheran. Donovan Trumbull will travel out to Hershey. Gothenburg will be at Holdridge, and Seward will be at Lexington. Minden will welcome in Sydney. Uh, Minden trying to get a win tonight against Broken Bow and uh, go into that game 2-0. Arcadia Loop City heads up to North Central next week. Pierce and Ord, two of the top teams in C1, will be battling next week. That game is in Ord. Broken Bow goes to Ogallala. Northwest will host Scott's Bluff. Central City is at O'Neill. Grand Island goes to Papillion La Vista. Overton is home next week as they take on Maxwell. Also uh, next week, Harvard is at Silver Lake. South Loop will be hosting Ainsworth. Wood Rivers at Southern Valley. Centura is at Superior. St. Paul will host Norfolk Catholic. And Aurora is at Wahoo. A look ahead to week three and high school football from around the area. Again, here at the half, Pleasanton 19, Axtell nothing. We'll look at the first half numbers right after this. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? 
Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look at our first half unofficial statistics. And for Axtell, kind of what you would think after putting a zero up on the board. They really had only one drive that resulted in their two first downs. Aaron Skaggs, five carries, six yards. Dustin Klingsporn, two carries for one yard here in the first half. And then quarterback Tyler Danberg, 10 carries, negative eight yards. He's been sacked twice, so they lost 10 on one and seven on the other. That really crushes the little bit of rushing that they had. 17 rushing attempts, negative one yard in the first half through the air. Danberg has put it up four to, uh, seven times. He's completed four of those. He has one interception, no touchdowns, 22 yards through the air, one on negative one on the ground, so I only have Axtell for 21 total yards in the first half with those two first downs. Three penalties for 13 yards. They had the interception on the first possession of the ball game. Four punts in this game so far by Brennan Rungies, averaging about 35 yards per punt. Skaggs threw the ball one time on a halfback pass, and it was incomplete. We'll come back and look at the first half numbers for Pleasanton right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas fill-up. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Nebraska Volleyball does get a win tonight. It took them four sets to beat Arizona. 25-17, 25-14, 17-25, and 25-17. They'll take on 25th-ranked San Diego tomorrow. Now a look at the first-half stats for the Bulldogs of Pleasanton. Most of it through the air, on the ground. Kessler-Dixon, five carries, nine yards, and a touchdown. Jackson Keyshaw, the quarterback, four carries, Nine yards, he's been sacked one time in the football game. And then through the air, Keyshaw, who put it up 33 times last week, put it up 18 times here in the first half. He has completed 13 of those, one interception, two touchdown passes of 13 and 10 yards. So 13 of 18, one pick, two touchdowns, 118 through the air, 18 on the ground, 136 yards of total offense. Only the uh, seven first downs of the ball game for Pleasanton. They've punted it twice for an average of 28 yards. They also threw a pick on their first possession of the game, and all of their penalties were in the first quarter. 
Five for 45. Three of those were offensive holds. So uh, Pleasanton, 136. Axtell, 21 yards of total offense unofficially here in the first half. Let's take a look at our scoring wrap. Brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agency, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. As we said, each team threw a pick to start the game. Tice Westland coming away with an interception for Pleasanton. And then Aaron Skaggs picked one off at the 2 and returned it out to the 12 to get the ball right back. We had no scoring till midway through the second quarter of play, and that's when after a 44-yard drive, Axtell had taken the ball to the 25, had a first down and 10, and then went the wrong way and, in fact, suffered a 10-yard sack on that fourth down play, which gave Pleasanton the ball at their own 36. They marched at 44 yards and capped that off with a 13-yard pass from Keyshaw into the hands of Brady Klein. The two-point run was no good. That made it Six to nothing in favor of Pleasanton. Then a 45-yard punt return down to the five-yard line set up a two-play five-yard drive where Kessler Dixon in from two yards out. Chandler made the kick. That's the only time they had Grady come in and try the PAT. That made it 13 to nothing with 3:36 to go in the second quarter. Then after stopping Axtell three and out, a 38-yard drive culminates in a 10-yard pass from Keyshaw to Tice Westland. The two-point pass was no good, and that takes us to the score of 19 to nothing at halftime here at Axtell. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agency in Kearney. We'll be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Pleasanton gets the option to take the ball in the third quarter, which I'm sure they'll do up 19-0. We'll be right back. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Cannon Rath. It's an overcast night, so, uh, again, they've got old lights here at Axtell just the way it is, but it was so bright in the first half, and now it's just the exact opposite. It's pretty dark here uh, when you have an overcast night. So Axtell ready to boot it away, and let's see what the Cats decide to do here. For the first time tonight, Tyler Danberg, they're down 19 to nothing. Do you roll the dice right out of the gate? Four up men here. And back is Chandler and Pulaski to return it. Danberg approaches it, and he'll boot it deep towards the pylon, backing up, backing up, and taking it is going to be Trevin Went, but his momentum carries him into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback. So Pleasanton will take it first down and 10 at their 15-yard line. Nineteen to nothing in favor of Pleasanton, and can they jump out and maybe put it away right away here 
on this opening drive. Kessler Dixon has been out of the shotgun almost all night. They will, excuse me, Keyshaw. Dixon is back there as the running back. They swing it to him out of the backfield. Complete breaks a tackle at the 17, and Klingsporn gets to the 21-yard line, and that's where he'll be shoved backwards. Pearson helping out Joe French. So a little six-yard swing pass out to the 21-yard line. That'll be first down and 10. Or excuse me, second down and four. That's the 19th pass and the 14th completion for Keyshaw. Axdale's defense done a good job of keeping it in front of them as they throw deep down the middle here and up to catch it at the 35-yard line is Kessler Dixon. And he'll take it from the 22 to the 36-yard line. That's a gain of 14. First down here for Pleasanton after two plays to start quarter number three. Axtell is just in a position here of do you gamble? Everything's in front of them, and Pleasanton knows it, so they're throwing it underneath. Empty backfield with the four wides, twin each side, staying with that about 80% of the time. Keyshaw has time, now decides to try and let it. Good stiff arm here to stay alive, breaks one tackle, gets to the 35, up to the 38, to the 40-yard line. Klingsporn comes and gets him. That's a great job by Jackson Keyshaw to get anything on that because it looked like Axtell, who's been great making tackles tonight, didn't get him in the backfield that time. It'll be a game of four. So second down and six here. Ball right at midfield. They'll put Dixon on the right hip here of the quarterback, Jackson Keyshaw. Extra end and twins to the right side. Want to throw it again. Keyshaw looking, looking. Everybody covered. Now he tucks it up and runs. Gets to midfield and just into Axtell territory. Mark him out of bounds at the 30 Eight-yard line, a gain of two. A little generous there as well, but it'll be third down and about four, four and a half to go. They need to get inside the 35, the ball marked at the 38. So third down and four here for Pleasanton. And Axtell's going to have to probably do it with their defense until they pop something offensively. Dixon again, same formation to his right, Chandler the right. Split in. They hand it off to Dixon. Finds a hole on the left side. Has the first down inside the 35 and tripped up at the 30-yard line. Klingsporn tripped him up, and then he's finished off by Brennan Runge. And that's going to be a gain of eight on the play for Dixon, almost doubling his yardage on the ground. First and 10 at the Axtell 30. Opening drive, opening 90 seconds here of quarter number three. And the clock winds. Dixon takes a strong snap, throws it out here in the flat, complete to Went, and a nice tackle in the open field by Quinn Bertrand. Limits the play to just a yard. And we talked about how dark it is. They had a problem here with uh, some wiring between, you know, you run the scoreboard from the uh, from the press box, but the wiring, something happened, so they're running the scoreboard from right underneath it, and I can't see him anymore. And I'm guessing it's kind of tough for him to see the official as well. Second down and nine. Empty backfield. Keyshaw, and we're going to get some whistles. Haven't had many here since the first quarter. But we are going to have, it looks like, a penalty here on the offense. Illegal procedure. That's their first penalty since the first quarter of play. Six for 50 now in the ball game. Back them up five. It'll be second down and 14. Ball at the 33-yard line of Axtell, leading it 19 to nothing with 9.48 to go here in the third quarter of play. 
We'll have some more updates as a lot of games are at the half. Kearney 41-0 over North Star at half. Grand Island over Lincoln High 33-0 at half. 19-0 here. Keyshaw takes the snap. Throws over the middle. Westland's open, but he's hit at the 31 and then put down by Klingsport. Initial tackle made by Tyler Danberg. And a gain of three on the play is all. They've thrown a lot of those little dink and dunks. Hoping to uh, take advantage of a busted tackle. So even though Axtell can't get anything done offensively, I've been impressed with the way they are tackling. As the game moves on and you're not getting anything done offensively, sometimes you kind of lose a little focus, but not yet. So it's third down and 11. Big play here for the Axtell defense. Three down linemen, two backers. Back to pass Keyshaw. Ball fake, rolls right. Nobody's short. He's in trouble, and he's just going to eat it. Klingsporn drags him out of bounds. Caleb Sent wouldn't let him get up the field. And Keyshawn knew he was going to get hit, so he just buckled up and took it. And he'll be dropped all the way back at the 40-yard line. That's going to be a loss of nine on the play. That is the second sack of the ball game by the Axtell defense. Had he just thrown an incompletion, maybe Coach Ricky Westland thinks about going for it. It would have been fourth and ten at the 30. And instead, they're going to use a timeout here. Ball at midfield. It'll be fourth down and 20. I can't imagine that you would go for it in this situation, but we'll find out. The timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll be right back. People you know. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Well, Pleasanton lines up to go for it, fourth and 20. Remember, Keyshaw's the kicker. It might just be a quick kick. He backs up. No, he's going to throw it underneath, and it's incomplete. It was going to be a hook and ladder, hook and lateral, and I'm not sure that would have worked anyway. They threw it underneath the T.J. Bailey, and they rode Patrick Broderick Pates around the outside, and it looked like it was going to be the hook and lateral, and sometimes you try to lateral it before you catch it. But 19-0, fourth and 20 midfield, you got a comfortable spot, no need to risk things, and now Axtell catches a break. So can they take advantage of it? Of course, they've only got 21 yards of offense. Maybe you're just saying your defense is going to stop them no matter what anyway. We'll find out. It'll be Calvin Johnson wide to the right, eye formation under center. Turn, hand it off, Klingspoor in the eye back, off the left side, nothing. Back to the line of scrimmage. The longest run of the night by Axtell was a nine-yarder by Danberg on a scramble. By a true run, it's been three yards by Skaggs. And Skaggs was taken off the field late in the second quarter. And he is not back in the ball game. He's still got his gear on, but he's got that right knee all wrapped up. Injury report brought to you by 
our friends at Family Physical Therapy. Second and ten. Power play. Klingsport hole off the left side. Gets inside the 35. Stood up at the 33. And maybe they'll give him the 32. Looks like more like the 33. But that's a seven-yard run for Klingsport. And it'll be third down and three. Pulaski in there along with Klein to make the tackle. But by far, that's the first hole a back has had to run by or run through for Axtell. So good job on the left side of that offensive line, using an extra end there to blow things up with the tight end, Brennan Runge. So third down and three. Stay with Danberg under center. Strong to the left side. They run it there again. Klingsport lowers his shoulder. He's got the first down. Tackle is made by Carter Klein. A gain of three. So maybe Axtell has found something here. Their first series of the second half of play. They want to run the ball. They just couldn't in the first half. And they're sticking with it here. And I'll tell you what, if Axtell can find one thing and do it well and march it in and score here, this game Still plenty to go with a quarter and a half. 19 to nothing in favor of Pleasanton. First and 10, just the third first down for Axtell, but they're at the dog 30. And this time Danberg's going to keep it, but Klingsborn didn't get his block. Pleasanton sent two guys in there, and Dustin had to choose who to tackle. And coming in, Kessler Dixon is going to get him behind the line of scrimmage. And Dixon cramps up. A loss of two on the play for Danberg. And so they'll come in and take a look here. And Again, this is one of those nights where it's not hot, it's not humid, you shouldn't be cramping, uh, but it will happen from time to time early in the season. So they'll take a look here at uh, Kessler-Dixon. We'll take a quick break with 6.49 remaining in the third quarter, 19 nothing in favor of Pleasanton. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. Still attending to the cramps on Kessler Dixon. I think he's actually got him in both legs, so that's never good. Hastings College Volleyball picks up their third win of the season uh, over Roosevelt College, 25-16, 18, and 15. They have two games tomorrow at 3 and 5 o'clock. The Nebraska volleyball team, a four-set winner tonight over Arizona. They'll take on 25th-ranked San Diego in California tomorrow night, and that gets underway at 9 o'clock Central Time. Let's go to the Platte River Preps scoreboard here. In Class B, they've moved into the third quarter. Scotts Bluff leads Hastings 28-6 at the half. Northwest over McCook, 17-0. Lexington over Schuyler, 32-3. York over Blair, 7-0. At the half, Aurora is bouncing back strong. They lead Kearney Catholic 38-6. 
to three. Adam Central leads Milford 35-7. Broken Bow over Minden 12-0 and Ord over Boone Central by a score of 17-7. So on second down and 11, Danberg wants to throw. Down the left sideline, wide open. Complete at the 15, breaks a tackle to the 10, to the 5, and shoved out of bounds just short of the goal line is Joe French. Joe French get to touch the fall for the first time tonight. It'll be first down and goal. And it looks like they're going to mark it somewhere around the two-yard line. Maybe the three. They're going to mark him at the three. That's a gain of 29 on the play. That doubles the offense for Axtell here tonight. And a chance to get on the board here. First and goal, getting the homecoming crowd to make a little noise here. They'll put Danberg under center. Rungi the fullback. Klingsporn the eye back. And it's going to be quarterback keeper over the left side. Dan Berg spins, leans, and he is going to be into the end zone. Touchdown. So Dan Berg and his final homecoming game gets a three-yard touchdown run. And Axtell is on the board with 6.30 to go here in the third quarter of play. And again, Pleasanton went for it on fourth and 20 at midfield. It didn't work, and it gives... Axtell, a 40-yard drive, and they cap it up on the three-yard run by Danberg, and Axtell is going to go for two. And you're going to see this a majority of the time in eight, man. If you got a kicker, though, boy, you'd be ahead of the chains right now. High formation, Johnson split out wide to the right. Danberg takes the count, fakes it to Klingsporn, counter play, and now it's up to his feet. Can he get to the corner? Yes, he can. Danberg stepped hard left, rolled to his right. I don't think that was the play that was called as we look at Justin Swedberg out here, but his athleticism got him into the end zone for the two-point conversion. And with 6.30 to go in the third quarter, we got a new ball game, Pleasanton 19, Axtell 8. That, tie, that touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. Danberg ready to boot it away here for Axtell, and he pounds that one, and it is going to go just into the end zone. Both times the return man in Went takes a step back about a yard into the end zone to catch it, so Pleasanton starts first and 10 at their own 15. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service delivering success. Beautiful field on the home opener here for Axtell. There's a couple blotches out there from some of the weather we had uh, over the summer and all the rain. and uh, Maybe maybe a 
couple of animals that got over there far into the corner to try and mess things up. But for the most part, it looks beautiful, painted well, and uh, looks really good. Our Impact Ag partners with tonight's field conditions. Keyshaw on a counter to Dixon, who fought off the cramps. He's going to be stacked up as he goes over left end after a gain of one to the 16-yard line. So Pleasanton trying to get things taken care of here in this football game, up 19 at the half, but Axtell has scored, made a nice stop, got some help from a penalty. Keyshaw has already put the ball in the air 23 times tonight, and he fumbles the snap. He's able to pick it up under some pressure, but he's not going to get anywhere. French and Bertrand are back there to finish him off inside the 10 and down at the 8-yard line, so a loss of 8 on the play. And Pleasanton going the wrong way. That officially goes down as a sack. Just one of those. I don't know if he took his eyes off the ball. I think he wasn't ready for the snap. He was trying to set his running back, and it came back through him. Sometimes you get that slick ball situation when the sun goes down, but not here. It's going to be third down and 17. Back to pass Keyshaw. Sends everybody short, and they're going to blow the play dead. Looks like we have a false start. Or maybe offsides. What's the case? Maybe I think he pointed towards Axtell. The uh, flag came down on the Axtell sideline. But it is illegal procedure on the offense. And that'll back him up half the distance to the goal. So Axtell with their defense trying to get things done here. And that is the third false start on Pleasanton. Their seventh penalty. Three false starts. Three holds in this game. Goes down as about a four-yard penalty. Mark him back between the three and the four. Third and a long way. they got to get to the 25. Keyshell back into the end zone. Throws it out here to Westland on a deep crossing pattern. Complete at the 15, and he's brought down immediately out at the 17-yard line by Tyler Danberg. We talked in the pregame. Danberg-Westland would be a big matchup tonight. Tice is the big receiver for Pleasanton, who had a nice game last week on both sides. And Danberg is the tallest player here. They just ran... A little deep post there with him. Takes it out to about the 18-yard line. It's going to be fourth down and six, and they'll line up to punt the ball away. So a gain of 11, and the kick is not going to go be a good one. It's off the side of his foot, and it doesn't even make it to midfield. So the punt goes from the 18 to, oh, my, he's still walking it off. Inside the 30 to the 28. That's only a 10-yard punt. And momentum starting to turn. Pleasanton, their best field position of the night. They'll take it over at the 27-and-a-half-yard line of Pleasanton. They just scored on a 40-yard drive and a chance to make it a one-score game with 4.35 to go in quarter Number three, back to the power eye. Danberg under center. Toss sweep right side. Klingsborn hit immediately. Nowhere to go. Dixon is in there on the tackle. That last drive, they ran Dixon inside for some hard yardage to get the first down. Then had a nice swing pass out to Joe French that took him down to the three. So no gain on the play there for Klingsborn. Again, Aaron Skaggs is out of the ball game. And now he's even got a crutch over here under his arms, so he is done for the night. Skaggs are starting eye back and linebacker. Second down and 10 here for the Cats. 
Johnson split out wide to the right. They'll go out of the shotgun. Still discussing the play as they break the huddle. And they'll hand it off here. Klingsborn takes it strong to the 25-yard line. Picks up about three on the play. And the tackle made by Klein as he ran right up over the nose guard. So it'll be third down and seven at the 25-yard line of Pleasanton. Checking some other scores in the fourth quarter. Medicine Valley, six. Elwood, nothing. Third quarter, Kennesaw, 12. Overton, six. Sandale Stedford leading Loomis 50-16 in the third quarter. Those are other D2 scores. In D1, Arcadia Loop City leading Shelton at the half 30-16. Amherst leading Bertrand at the half 24-12. Third and seven, Axtell at the 25-yard line of Pleasanton. Out of the shotgun, they don't have what they want, and they've got to use a timeout. So the first time out of the half used by Axtell with 2.56 to go in the third. Pleasanton 19, Axtell 8, but Axtell on the move again. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Third and seven, Danberg off his back foot, throws it across the middle. The ball's bobbled, the ball's bobbled, and can Pleasanton pick it off? Yes, they will. Intercepted by Seth Eckel. He was the one bobbling it coming across the middle. It was one on three that time. Danberg thought he had his man, but Pleasanton had it well covered. His second interception of the night. And that will thwart what could have been a big play here for Axtell. Now, in the end, if it's incomplete, you're probably still going for it on fourth down. But Seth Eckel picks it off. They'll put the ball at about the 13-yard line of Pleasanton. First down and 10. Keyshaw, empty backfield, wide open out here. wet. They didn't even cover him, and he'll get across the 20 out to about the 23. He's close to the first down. Somebody lost their man for the first time all night long. And let's see what our officials tell us here. Looks like they're going to mark him short. Second down and one. Now they're going to blow it dead. We may get the chains out here. And that's just enough to get Brett Runge and the boys off the sideline over there, get their exercise for the day. They're going to bring the chains out, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. So here come the chains. It's very close. They'll stretch them, and it is a first down. So a good thing they brought them out. That's a 10-yard completion there for Jackson Keyshaw out to Trevin Went. So their 10th first down of the ball game. And now can Axtell 
come up with another stop here. Pleasanton hadn't been doing much here in quarter number three. Axtell scored and was on the move again before that interception. So on first and ten, they'll throw it out here in the flat. It's a little too tall that time. Trying to get it to Dixon. Second down and ten. He spread the ball around, Keyshaw has. He's went to Westland. He's went to Went. He's thrown a couple over here to Kessler Dixon. He's even looked for Bailey a couple of times. Second out and 10, ball at their own 23. Empty backfield, four wide. Same play slot left. This time it's complete to Dixon. He slides by a tackle, gets to the 30-35. He's to midfield, and he's tripped up in Axtell territory at the 39-yard line. A gain of 18 on the play. And another Pleasanton first down. So the Dogs moving it from their own 13 to the Axtell 39 as we get to two minutes to go here in the third quarter of play. Don't forget at the end of the night, we have our Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show. All the gang back at our Power 99 studio scores from around the area and state. Here's a deep fly pattern down the right side for Wendt. It's on the money at the 10, the 5, a touchdown, 39 yards out for Pleasanton. That was a perfect pass from Jackson Keyshaw to the freshman, Trevin Went, a 39-yarder to complete a 67-yard drive. That's the first deep ball Pleasanton has completed all night long. They haven't taken many shots down the field, to be honest with you, and now they're going to attempt the PAT after our five points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. Cray Kingston is the holder for Grady Chandler. They'll try to go up by 18. Snap good, placement good, kick is on the way, and the kick is good. So with 1.47 to go in the third, both teams have now scored in the third quarter. Pleasanton 26, Axtell 8 on Power 99. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Patty know about the heart and the soul of a home. For more info, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, Jackson Keyshaw, three touchdown passes to three different players, Klein, Westland, and now Went. And Chandler ready to boot it away. High but returnable, taken at the three-yard line. Klingsborn with a head of steam to the 10, the 15. Finds one block, but that's about it as he crosses the 20 to the 23-yard line of the tackle made by Seth Eckel. First down and 10 here for Axtell. So that was a big swing in momentum. Axtell a chance to get it within one score after not moving the ball in the first half. Throws the interception to the red zone, and then Pleasanton didn't take very long through the air. 11 yards, 10 yards, 18 yards, 39 yards. The last four completed passes for Jackson Keyshaw, and it's now 26-8. But Axtell has shown a little life here in the third quarter offensively. Let's see if they can keep it going again without Aaron Skaggs out for the remainder of the game. 
Injured knee. Danberg wants to pass. Steps through the rush. Now has a little room to run, but not as much as we wanted. Now here comes a flag as he got back to the line of scrimmage. Boy, he could have been sandwiched back there by Westland and company. He was able to step up. And we've got a hold called to uh, continue this. Now let's see if they back him up or just take the play because they didn't gain any yards, but I'm sure they'll back him up. So for Axtell... It's going to be their second hold of the ball game. Their fourth penalty of the night. And that'll make it first down and 20. Ball back at around the 13-yard line. Need to get it to the 33. So first and 20 here for the Wildcats. And if Danberg can scramble, that's going to help them out. But they want to run the ball. There's no doubt about it. Klingsport has been helping them get that done here. He stays in the backfield with Runge off to the right side in the offset eye. Quarterback option. Danberg's going to keep it. Runs over one man, then just gets stood up and driven backwards by Jackson Keyshaw after making a gain of about 2 to the 15. Searching for the hole and then just got lit up. And Danberg will trot over to the sideline here to uh, get the next play and maybe just get the cobwebs out of there. Keyshaw, great stick, the 200-pound senior. On the 170-pound senior from Axtell, Danberg. As we're inside a minute to go in the third quarter, 26-8 to in favor of Pleasanton. Axtell won it on the road last year. Pleasanton trying to return the favor here tonight. Cats with the ball in the middle of the football field. Going to spread it out. Nope, they're going to just set the tight end to the right side this time. Back to the I formation. Pitch play, halfback pass, ball fake, but Johnson's covered. And so Klingsmore just has to eat it, get back up to the line of scrimmage, which he does. And it'll be third down. Klein is in there, but the first guy to get him is going to be number 26, T.J. Bailey. And Klingsborn might have even got a half a yard on the play. So it'll be third down and 20. Had that hold penalty. Maybe not even quite 23rd at about 17, I suppose. And that'll be the final play of the third quarter. Each team scored once. And after three, it's Pleasanton 26, Axtell 8, here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. With our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, I'm Doug Duda. Stacy Johns and the crew back manning the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Carney with a running clock in the second half, leading North Star 41-0. Grand Island leading Lincoln High 33-7 in the third quarter. 
Northwest in the fourth quarter, shutting out McCook 17 to nothing, and Lexington over Skyler 46-3. Scotts Bluff leads Hastings now in the third, 41 to 12. Here it's 26 to eight, Pleasanton leading Axtell as we start the fourth quarter of play in our Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Third down and 17 for Axtell at their own 15-yard line. Danberg out of the shotgun has pressure, throws it over the middle. It's batted down. Tried to throw a little middle screen there to Dustin Klingsporn, and there is Kessler Dixon again getting up there with the big paw to knock that one down. And it is fourth down and 17. They had it set up well, just a great athletic play. And ready to put it away is Brent Runge. Has time, boots it high. A little shorter this time, but it takes a bounce, and it just kind of bounced right backwards, and so Johnson downs it at the 38-yard line. So that is a 29-yard punt that time. And first down and 10 for Pleasanton. So Pleasanton back in control. Axtell made it interesting throughout the third quarter. Cut it to 19-8, to moved it down inside the 25-yard line, but an interception on third down. Then Pleasanton marched it down the field, 67 yards, 39-yard pass from Keyshaw to Went, and now they're up 26-8. And have the ball with 11.50 to go in the football game. They'll continue to spread it out, though. Keyshaw, empty backfield, and takes the snap. Quick little slant pass here, or swing pass, I should say, to Seth Eckel. He's got some room up the numbers, 30, 25, 20, and penalty flags at the end might mean a face mask to go along with it. He's brought down... At around the 17-yard line, that is going to be a gain of 26. And let's see what our referee tells us. And where they officially mark this ball down. There is some discussion on what happened at the end of the play. Keyshaw stays solid, and that was a play they hadn't run very often. Kind of just a bubble screen. He actually had the two blockers in front of him. And we're going to get a personal foul targeting, or horse collar, excuse me, horse collar is going to be the call. And again, horse collar now new in high school. You do not have to tackle them inside the collar. If you grab the back of the shoulder pads or grab the jersey, they will put a horse collar on there. And that makes it even tougher to tackle when the kid's running behind you. So the flag is setting at the 17. And they will move it half the distance to the goal line. So we're going to go 26 yards on the pass. And then a horse collar to go along with that. And they'll mark the ball at about the 8-yard line. It looks like we also had a roughing the passer penalty as they pick up that uh, flag in the backfield. So there were two major penalties, and they accept the one that adds on. First and goal at the eight. Dixon flanking Keyshaw to his left. Keyshaw takes the snap. Quarterback draw right up the middle. Gets to the five. Cuts to the right side. It'll be upended there on the tackle by Danberg at about the five-yard line. It's a gain of three. It'll be second down and goal here. One minute gone in the fourth quarter. 26-8, Pleasanton leading Axtell. They were up 19-0 at the half. They'll send Bailey out wide to the right. 
Westland, a wing back to the left. Quarterback draw again. Keyshaw up the middle, and Keyshaw is into the end zone, it appears. But they haven't signaled it yet. They're going to say no, he's short by about a half yard. Huge hole just got knocked out at the very end. A gain of four, and it'll be third down and goal at the one. Looked like maybe the middle linebacker, Joe French, was the guy that was in there. Close the gap in a hurry, but now it's third and goal at the one. And they'll stay out of that pistol. Keyshaw going to turn, hand it to Dixon. Dixon stays on his feet, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown, the second touchdown run of the night for Kessler Dixon from one yard out. And our five points bank touchdown, five points bank, the better bank, and Carney makes it 32-8 to eight now in favor of Pleasanton. With 10.23 remaining here in a ball game. And with that cushion, they're going to continue to kick the extra points with Grady Chandler. Two for two so far on the night. Again, the holder is Craig Kingston. He gets it down. The kick is away. That has plenty on it. And it is good. So the score is Pleasanton 33, Axtell 8. 10-23 remaining in the game. Week 2 of high school Friday night football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Headley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart Pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back to Axtell here in the Carney Tonian Repair broadcast booth. As getting ready to boot it away again is going to be Grady Chandler. As Pleasanton appears now to have put this one away with back-to-back touchdowns. Puts the toe into it. Klingsborn can't get to it into the end zone. It goes. The key moment of the football game was Seth Eccles' interception with 4.25 to go in the third quarter of play after Pleasanton had went for it to start the third quarter. They had a fourth and 20 at the 40. They had set up what appeared to be a hook and lateral. They went for it on fourth and 20, but they didn't catch the football to lateral it. And then uh, Pleasanton finally uh, saw Axtell make a couple of nice run plays. They hit a swing pass over here to Joe French, got him first and goal. They scored on a three-yard Danberg run, stopped Pleasanton, got the ball down to the 25, and that's when Eckel picked off the third down pass. Pleasanton went down and scored, stopped Axtell, scored again. And so what could have possibly been a one-score game is now 33-8. to Pitch player right side, Klingspore running hard. They grab him underneath the left Shoulder under his armpit, grab that, throw him down at about the 17. Gain of a couple for Klingsborn. And again, 
Axtell had just 21 total yards at half. Pleasanton didn't blow it out of the water, 136 with 118 of those through the air, but now Keyshaw had a huge third quarter of play. About 100 yards through the air just in that third for Keyshaw. Danberg on second down, trying tough running yardage again here for Klingsborn. Danberg trying to lead a little block there for him, and they bring him down at the 20, a gain of three. Helping him up is going to be Dixon. So it'll be third down and five now for Axtell. Again, next week, Axtell goes to Elwood, and Pleasanton will be hosting Kennesaw. And that could be a pretty good one. Kennesaw tonight leading Overton 18-6 on the breeze, 94.5. Elwood leading Medicine Valley 14-6 in the fourth quarter. Third and five here. And now they have put Rungi back there as the quarterback, and they rush him. He's going to have to throw it out here in the flat, and it's incomplete. He just didn't have a chance. Pleasanton saw something change, and they brought the heat. And Rungi... Had to throw it into the ground. And that brings up fourth down and five, and you're so deep in your own territory, you can't afford to go for it here. It wouldn't appear you're at your own 20. If you don't make it, you're just giving points. And again, in the end, doesn't make a whole big deal. Rungi is the punter. Let's see if he does anything fancy or just kicks it. Nope, he's going to kick it. And a good spiral down the sideline that's not going to be returnable. It goes out of bounds at the 31-yard line. That's going to be a kick of 29 yards again with no return. 8.52 remaining in the ball game. Pleasanton 33 and Axtell 8. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. All of the final stats, a couple of the highlights, and then we'll send you back for the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show on Power 99. This is KKPR-FM. Carney, Keene, Litchfield, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And Pleasanton will send that first-string offense out there again, leading it by 25. Westland will split out wide to the left. Went goes to the right side, along with Klein. Slot left is Dixon. They're throwing it again. Keyshaw, that same play they did good on the last drive is complete to Went, but this time Danberg's there to bring him down. Going to be a gain of about four on the play, second down and six. And here's where it always gets interesting. You want to run the clock and get out of here with a victory, but the way Pleasanton does that is short passes. If you do drop it, it kills the clock. They haven't run the ball hardly at all tonight. In fact, they've run the ball on a design run Twice Now, Keyshaw has carried the ball four times, but usually that's out of scramble mode. And again, empty backfield as they let the clock run a little bit here. Keyshaw looking at the back judge now with five seconds on the play clock, set to go. Drops back to pass, throws over the middle, and nobody's home. It was either over the head of Went or behind Brady Klein. Scoreboard update. Let's see if we can get some more updates here for you and uh, move into a C1 where Columbus Scotus leads Central City 27-12. In the third, Fillmore Central leads Holdridge 21-7. In the fourth, Gothenburg leads Kozad 21-0. In the third, Aurora 45, Kearney Catholic 10. What a difference a week makes. Kearney Catholic won by 49 last week. In the third quarter, Ord 24, Boone Central 7. St. Cecilia leads Freeman 35-7. In the fourth, Donovan trouble over Centura 42-16 at half. 
Out to the flat, the completed pass to Tice Westland, and he'll be shoved out of bounds there by Rungi into Axtell territory at the 36-yard line. That'll be enough for the first down, a gain of nine more on the play, and Pleasanton moves the chains here with 7.57 remaining in the football game. So the game was scoreless until the six-minute mark of the second quarter, and then Pleasanton put up three touchdowns in the last six minutes of the first half, up 19-0, and Axtell tried to get something going here in the third, and couldn't get more than one on the board. Keyshaw to throw again underneath and down to his knee to make the catch at the 29-yard line is going to be Brady Klein. That'll be a gain of seven on the play. Bring up second down and three. And the thing about Ricky Westland and his 20-plus years over at uh, Pleasanton is they'll run the ball. We've seen them go wildcat exclusively before, but he likes what they have throwing the ball. They have went into the playoffs with this kind of offense before, so they can line up. They've definitely got it in the playbook for years, but they're not doing it yet. Second out and three. Keyshaw lets the clock run down and takes the snap. Throws again. little wide receiver screen that's complete and barely back to the line of scrimmage there is Eckel. And among those on the tackle is going to be French and Bertrand. We're going to see no gain on that completed pass. But that's nine straight completions from Jackson Keyshaw. Third down and a long three. Westland on the sideline right now. Four other receivers are in the ball game. And Keyshaw waits for the play clock to get down to five seconds before he sets his boys down. Now they're ready to go. The snap. Looking right. Now back over the middle of the football field. It's complete at the 15 and dragged down is going to be Went at about the 13-yard line. So a gain of 15 on the play and another first down for the Bulldogs. That is their 15th unofficially in the contest. Blue Hill has rallied to take a 20-16 lead over Diller Odell in the fourth quarter of play. South Loop beat Hemingford. Alma shut out Northern Valley, Kansas tonight, 48-0. First and 10. Pleasanton at the Axtell 13-yard line. Again, still the empty backfield. Keyshaw back to pass, looking for number four tonight. Over the middle, it's completed into the hands there of T.J. Bailey. Makes a man miss, and the ball's popped out from behind, goes into the end zone, headed to the back end line, and I think Axtell has it or it's out of bounds. Axtell has covered it. So Bailey trying to get to the end zone, had it popped out, Inside the five-yard line, after a gain of about eight on the play, we'll say, and then fumbled out of the end zone for a touchback. With 5.59 to go, it'll be first down and 10 for Axtell at their own 15-yard line. 33-8, Pleasanton with the lead. Midway through the fourth. And now taking the snaps at quarterback, Brennan Runge. Runge turns, pitch play, Klingsborn right side, got a good block on the edge. Klingsborn puts his shoulder pads down, tries to get to the 20-yard line. They'll say his knee hit at the 19. A gain of four. And Axtell would like to get one more on the board here on homecoming. Keyshaw in on the tackle for the Bulldogs. 
Second down and six of this 33-8 ball game. 19-0 at the half. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Rungi under center. They've stayed with that eye formation more in the second half. Klingsborn has a little room off the right side and gets his way up to the 33-yard line. And there's a little extracurricular activity again. Keyshawn dicks it in there. It's going to be a gain of about five on the play here. And the scoreboard just died. The scoreboard just died after that five-yard run by Klingsporn. And they do keep the time on the, on the field. It'll be third down and two. And again, we told you earlier, they are not running the scoreboard from the press box tonight. Something had happened. Of course, it's their first home game. They did have the soap scrimmage, and now they're able to get it plugged back in. So we're good to go. Third down and about two yards to go here for Axtell at their own 23-yard line, trailing 33-8, to 5-27 remaining in the football game. And now they will, or they should be winding the clock. There they go. And on third down, nowhere to go for Klingsporn. Tried to snap it as soon as they blew the ball ready for play, and that quick snap didn't work. In on the tackle, Broderick Pates. Klein in there again. Klingsborn doesn't get anything, and now it's fourth down and two, but all the way back at their own 23-yard line as we slide under five minutes to go in this football game. Carney a final over Lincoln Northstar, 47 to nothing. Only one touchdown scored in the second half. Axtell's going to line up to go for it. Rungi under center. Pitch play right side, Klingsborn. He's got the first down. And coming over in the secondary to make the tackle, Chase Pulaski. As he's up to the 29-yard line, a gain of six. Axtell kind of took a page out of the Overton book years ago when they pitch it back to their running back and try to get the quarterback out ahead to block, but Klingsborn was on the dead sprint that time. Unofficially, I have Axtell for six first downs in the game, and more importantly here, they will keep possession of the football at their own 29-yard line. So on first down and 10, Rungi out of the pistol. Twins to the right side, including Klingsport. He's got Joe French in the backfield with him to block. They'll throw it out here and incomplete over the head of the intended receiver, Dustin Klingsport. So it'll be second down and 10. Again, injured in the first half was Aaron Skaggs. And so that's why he has not been playing in the second half. Danberg is still in the ball game. They're just lining him up at tight end. And you would expect then that they would try to get him the ball. Rungi fumbles the snap and just has to fall on it. Tyce Westland was there. So a loss on the play of a couple. And it'll be third down and 12 to go here. Ball marked at the 28-yard line. They need to get to midfield for the first down as we're under four minutes to go. Grand Island Northwest. Beats McCook. When's the last time McCook was 0-2? 20-3 Northwest. Scott's Bluff leading Hastings, 47-12 in the fourth. Fillmore Central leading Holdridge, 21-14 now in the fourth. Third and 12. Deep drop Rungi. Hit and he throws over the middle and on the deep slant trying to get it to Danberg. Incomplete. Boy, Rungi hung in there and took the shot. But it is incomplete. 
As they were just trying to run a double crossing pattern there with Calvin Johnson and Tyler Danberg, and they almost ran into each other at the Pleasanton 30. That'll bring up fourth down and 12, and now Axtell's going to go ahead and line up and punt the football. In the ballgame for Pleasanton is Mason Lammers, also Blake Wilson, and Runge, a high, shorter kick, fielded at the 23-yard line by Went and a nice open field tackle by Klingsborn, and then a penalty flag might be coming in for a late hit. So the 28 to the 28, 12 and 12. Let's see, that went from the uh, 28 to, and went is slow to get up. The ball is marked at about the 20-yard line, so a 32-yard punt. And a personal foul going to be called here on Axtell. And so Coach Marsh wasn't even happy about that, and uh, he goes and gets his young man and talks to him over on the sideline. I'm sure a little frustrated. Just not Axtell's night after winning last week. That is the sixth penalty of the ball game for Axtell. Wentz able to get on there and walk him off. So 3.29 remaining here in the ball game. So a block in the back, a couple of holds, a horse collar, and a personal foul. Those are the penalties today on Axtell. Pleasanton now looks like they're going to go with the second-team offense. Keyshaw, well, maybe not. Keyshaw staying as the quarterback. I thought they were going to line Klein up there, but Keyshaw will take the snaps, and again, they're going to continue to throw short passes here. Complete out on the right side to Seth Eckel. Eckel will get to midfield and fall across into Axtell territory for a gain of six. And on the tackle was Joe French. Second down and call it about three and a half. As will be under three minutes to go by the time they snap it again. Grand Island now leading Lincoln High 33-7. And Pleasanton trying to get some new folks in there is going to burn a timeout. Brought to you by our friends at ENT Physicians and Carney, Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. 3.02 to go in the game. Pleasanton winning at Axtell 33-8. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Give it up for Chad, who's making great choices today. He filled up for gas before his gauge flashed empty. He made it to baseball practice on time. And instead of driving home to an empty fridge, Chad drove to Amigos for new taquito dippers. Filled with shredded beef or chicken, fried crisp to order, and ready to dip in Amigos' warm homemade queso sauce. The best part? He doubled down and got two for $2.69. Congratulations, Chad. You've won today. You're listening to Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 3.02 to go in the game, Pleasanton 33, Axtell 8. Pleasanton has it second down 
We'll call it a short fourth. The Axdale 39. And in at quarterback is Craig Kingston. The snap goes through his hands. He has to try and run away, and he can. He's going to be dropped all the way in the backfield at the 27-yard line. So back there to get him is Hunter Riley. And in a game that doesn't have much rushing yards to speak of anyway, that's a big loss for Pleasanton. They're going to lose from the 39 all the way back to the 28, 13-yard loss. But it keeps the clock running, and that's all Pleasanton wants to do right now. Second down, or third down at about 27. They drop the snap again. Kingston picks it up, throws over the middle. It's knocked down, in and out of the hands. Joe French almost had himself an interception there, trying to get it to Riley Hadwiger. So it'll bring up fourth down. Trying to get some snaps in there for the sophomore, Kingston. and Kind of like you saw last week with the Huskers, if you can't get the center quarterback exchange, it really throws off the entire play. And They'll bring Keyshaw in to punt it away. Klingsporn will go back to return it with 2.15 to go in the game. The new sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show coming up. Pleasanton doesn't have enough guys on the field. So running on will be Brady Klein. There's the snap. Keyshaw will boot it very high. Klingsporn waits for it, lets it bounce at the 25, and it'll go out of bounds at around the 18-yard line. About a 35-yard punt that time, and no return. So first down and 10, Axtell, 2.05 remaining in the game. Again tonight, Jackson Keyshaw will throw for well over 200 yards. He's got three touchdown passes, one to Klein, one to Westland, and one to Went. Dixon has two touchdown runs. The lone score for Axtell came on a three-yard run, Dan, a Danberg run after a 29-yard pass completion to French. And again, it's not like Axtell can sub. They only suited 15 kids tonight. Pleasanton is going to run in a lot of second-team defenders here. Out of the eye formation, Rungi, pitch play, right side, and out to the 20, to the 25-yard line is going to be Quinn Bertrand. That's going to be a gain of... Seven on the play, maybe eight for Bertrand. We'll call it second down and three yards to go. So a few other kids going to get a chance here to touch the football in the latter moments of this game as we're down to a minute and a half. Second down and three, Axtell at their own 25-yard line. Split out wide to the left side and turning and handing it off again to uh, Bertrand, and Bertrand has enough for the first down. And the tackle is made by Mason Lammers after he gets to the 29, a gain of four, first down and 10. River Kennedy was in there for a snap. Now he'll come back off. Also in there is Cinch Heichel for Pleasanton. Axel will trot up to the football with the backs being Bertrand and French. Slot back will be Joe Fickenschner. Schner will come over to the right side and get set. On first down, turn, hand it to the fullback this time. And that is going to be Joe French. He'll come up to the 33-yard line. And the tackle made by Blake Wilson. The gain on the play of three. 
48 seconds to go in the game. Maybe time for a couple more plays here for Axtell as Brock LeClaire checks into the ball game. He's a big freshman. Fullback is French and Bertrand is the eye back. Rungi comes under center. He'll set Fickenshear out to the right. Put him in motion. A little confusion. Gets set up to the left side. Takes the snap. Pitch play weak side. Looking for some room is going to be Bertrand. Comes to the corner 35-40 and steps out of bounds to stop the clock with 17 seconds remaining. And he's got enough for the first down. An eight-yard gain there by Quinn Bertrand. So Bertrand, three carries for 19 yards. That's actually the second leading rusher here for Axtell. New West Post Game Show coming up. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Brad Nelson and all the fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you tonight's football action. Hopefully we'll get to see both these teams later in the year, plus their volleyball squads. Of course, Axtell's cross-country team, the boys, a winner yesterday at Gibbon. Back to pass Runge. Steps up in the pocket, throws it down the right side. It's underthrown and batted down by Grady Chandler. Looking for Joe French. And that leaves his time with 11 seconds for maybe two more plays if they put it in the air. Ball marked right on the 40-yard line at midfield. Tyler Stoddard is in there for Axtell. Also Austin Riley, so a lot of freshmen for these last couple of snaps. Hard to play football on a non-Friday if you don't have a lot of kids out, but that's where Axel is right now. Battle just didn't have enough tonight for Pleasanton, who could win a lot of games this year. Rungi wants to throw, now has to tuck it up and run. Right sideline, 35, jukes him out at the 30, and has stood up at the 28-yard line. That's enough for a first down, but the clock will expire, and that is the ball game after an 11-yard run by the quarterback in front, or in uh, Rungi. So Rungi takes it for 11 yards there, and that'll end the football game with the final score, Pleasanton 33, and Axtell 8. Axtell goes to 1-1, one and one, and Pleasanton now 2-0. and oh. Axtell will be on the road for a month. They have their final two games of the year at home, but they go to Elwood, and then instead of playing Franklin, they were able to get Brady, they go to Brady. They go to Kennesaw. They have a bye week. They go to Giltner. Axtell's not home until October the 18th, and they hope to have a few more wins under their belt. Pleasanton hasn't been home yet. They'll play the next two weeks at home. Kennesaw, then a bye week, and then Overton. We'll be back with the new West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. All right, we are back here at Axtell and ready for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Uh, the Rivals of Red Scoreboard show coming up, and let's run a few your way. Grand Island will beat Lincoln High. They're up 33-7 in the fourth. Kearney beat Lincoln North Star 47-0. Grand Island Northwest beat McCook 20-3. Scotts Bluff over Hastings 47-12. Lexington beat Skyler 46-10. In C1, Adam Central beat Milford 42-14. Gothenburg beat Kozad 21-6. Aurora leading Kearney Catholic in the fourth, 45-10. Fillmore Central leading Holdridge, 21-14, also in the fourth. Uh, Minden has come back to take a 14-12 lead over Broken Bow in the fourth. In C2, Bridgeport beat Wood River, 34-0. St. Cecilia leading Freeman, 42-7 in the fourth. Gibbon and Hershey, 16-16 in the fourth quarter of play. In D1, South Loop blanked Hemingford, 35-0. In Alma blanked Northern Valley, Kansas, 48-0. Bertrand has come back to take a 38-30 lead over Amherst in the fourth quarter. In D2, Blue Hill leads Diller Odell in the fourth quarter by a score of 20-16. More scores are coming up. We'll have all the final stats as the final score here was 33-8. In favor of Pleasanton, plus it's homecoming, so they're going to have those festivities. We'll look at the final stats and have our scoring wrap in just a moment. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and welcome back to the new west post game show 
Let's take a look now at the final stats of the game, starting with the Axtell Wildcats. Aaron Skaggs, who was injured midway through the second quarter, something to his right knee, did not play the rest of the game. Five carries, six yards. Quinn Bertrand, three carries, 19 yards. Joe French, one carry, three yards. Dustin Klingsborn had 12 carries in the second half. He finished with 14 carries for 35 yards, the leading rusher. Brent Runge, one carry, 11 yards, and Tyler Danberg, who was the quarterback most of the night, 13 carries, negative five yards. He was sacked three times in the football game and had the only touchdown of the contest. There was one team fumble for negative two. 38 rushing attempts, 67 yards tonight for Axtell. For Tyler Danberg, he was four of seven in the first half with an interception, 22 yards. He was one of three with an interception for 29 yards in the second half uh, of play. So 29 and 22 is 51 yards through the air, 67 on the ground, 118 yards of total offense, and nine first downs for Axtell. Brent Runge 0 of 4, and uh, Skaggs 0 of 1 through the air. So as a team through the air, 9 out of 22 for 51 yards. They punted the ball tonight seven times for an average of 33 yards. Two turnovers, both of them were interceptions in the ball game. one by Seth Eckel and one by uh, Tice Westland. Six penalties in the contest for Axtell for a total of 46 yards as Axtell will fall to 1-1, one one, 67 on the ground, 51 through the air, just 118 total tonight, 46 penalties. They had 46 in penalties on six flags and seven penalties or seven punts and two turnovers. Now for Pleasanton, they didn't run the ball much. Kessler Dixon, he had seven carries, make it eight carries for 19 yards and a touchdown. Then you had quarterback Jackson Keyshaw, 10 carries for five yards. He was sacked three times in the ball game. And then uh, coming in late there was the backup quarterback in Craig Kingston. It slid through his hands, so a negative 13 on that one. I had 19 carries for just 11 yards on the ground for Pleasanton. It was the Jackson Keyshaw night. In the first half, Keyshaw was 13 of 18 with a pick, two touchdowns at 118 yards. And then keeping it short for the most part, Keyshaw in the second half was 16 of 17, only one incomplete pass. He had uh, no interceptions, one touchdown, and 187 yards. So for the ball game tonight, Keyshaw put it up. 35 times. He completed 29 of those. He had one interception, three touchdowns, 305 yards through the air, 316 total yards, 15 first downs. They had four punts for an average of about 25 because one of them was 10. They had two turnovers and they had seven penalties for 54 yards, but five of those penalties against Pleasanton were in the first quarter, so they really cleaned things up after that opening quarter. 316 for Pleasanton, 118 for Axtell. It's time now for our scoring wrap, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, both teams turned it over on their opening possession. Tice Westland picked off a ball at the Pleasanton 22-yard line, returned it to the 22-yard line of Axtell, but then it was Aaron Skaggs who stepped up and picked one off at the 2, returned it out to the 12, and this game was scoreless all the way to the 6-minute mark of the second quarter, but a 44-yard drive was capped by Jackson Keyshaw's 13-yard touchdown pass to Brady Klein. The two-point run was no good, and that made it 6 to nothing. 
Then a 45-yard punt return by Axtell down to the five-yard line, set up their only score of the game. Two plays, five yards, capped off by a, uh, excuse me, let's flip that around, a 45-yard punt return to the five-yard line, set up the second score of the night for Pleasanton. Dixon took it in from two yards out, and then it was uh, Grady Chandler to add the PAT, 3.36 field in the second quarter. It was 13 to nothing. Then after a three and out, that gave a short field to Pleasanton, a 38-yard drive capped by a Keyshaw 10-yard pass to Tice Westland, 107 to go second quarter. The two-point conversion was no good, and at half, it was 19 to nothing. Pleasanton started the second half with the ball at their own 15. They were able to drive it into Axtell territory to the 30, but a holding penalty backed them up to the 40. They decided to go for it on fourth and 20 at midfield, and what looked like a hook and lateral play set up was an incomplete pass, so Axtell took over at the 40-yard line, and a 29-yard pass to Joe French set him up at the three-yard line, and Danberg took it in. From three yards out, their only score of the night. Danberg had the two-point conversion run, 6.30 to go in the third quarter, made it 19-8. Axtell then shut Pleasanton down and started to drive again, got it to the 25-yard line, but that's when Eckel came up with the pick. They marched at 67 yards. Keyshaw to uh, Trevin went a 39-yarder with 147 to go in the third quarter. Chandler added the kick to make it 26-8. And then on their next possession, a 43-yard drive was topped off by Dixon's second run of the night. Kessler took it in from one yard out. 10-23 to go in the game. Chandler added the kick 33-8, and that would be the final score, although Pleasanton did take the ball down the field one more time, and it looked like maybe uh, T.J. Bailey was fighting for the end zone, but the ball got punched out at about the five-yard line and rolled through the end zone for a touchback, and we would have no more scoring. Pleasanton 33, Axtell 8. That is our Buffalo County Farm Bureau scoring wrap. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We'll wrap it up for Max Dell right after this. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A dirt and worm someday, please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Back in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth to wrap up week two. Of Friday Night Football on Power 99. A pretty good uh, day and a half for Lincoln Trent. He went over and won the Gibbon Cross Country Meet yesterday. Tonight he's named the Homecoming King for 2019. And Nicole Cedarberg named the Queen here for Axtell. So congratulations to those two and for what they represent here at Axtell. Next week, I'll be down in Lincoln for the Carney Catholic Lincoln Christian football game. We'll let you know the rest of the games that we are covering. Uh, Nebraska and Hastings, both volleyball winners. Tonight, Husker football tomorrow on the breeze at Colorado. Pre-game at 9.30, kickoff at 2.30. Our next action on Power 99 is volleyball 
Thursday, Adams Central will host Blue Hill and Kearney Catholic. The triangular gets underway at 5. Again, the final score here, Pleasanton 33, Axtell 8. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it, just like they were here tonight helping out the athletes. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, I'm Doug Duda. Cannon and the rest of the crew are ready in the studios to bring you the Rivals and Ruts Friday Night Scoreboard Show. Stay with us here on Power 99 and have a great weekend. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 